Yes, so we back another episode of the Dojo Podcast with the Sensei and the Archbishop featuring the Wild Take. Damn self to bang. While taking damn self. Can tell us as I love you. Can I give us as I love you? I'm fine. I'm going to do crazy. Can you after this? I'm going to the DSTV. So I got to look the parts. Yo, yo, yo. So we are to the DSTV festival. Yeah, I'm going to go to the DSTV and, and, and like we were saying, yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't hook us up no more, more B. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are we when you were who courting are we us? When you were courting us, B? Like, come on, man. Okay, Renal Baiter, let's go. Oh, yes. Okay, all right. You know? all right. We, we got a guest. Um, we have Lebuhang Masango. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I got that correct, right? Yeah. For yeah. the first time, there's get the name right. Yes. <laughs> no, because it's not good. It's not a good name. It's not a good name. <laughs> if it's an Nguni name, I, I get them all twisted up, okay. you know? Yeah, so so Lebu is a guest today to talk about... Um, so she wrote a thesis. You wrote a thesis, right? Yes, I did. And, and, and um, um, it's been... I, I, I caught the, the Power FM. You, yeah. you actually sent us yes. the podcast of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where... where you know, you delve into the the whole phenomenon of blessings and blessers. Yes. You know, and we are about that life out here, man. We love <laughs> we love those sort of topics out, oh, out here. I thought okay. when you say we are about that life. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the lifestyle. Oh no. Everybody is in the lifestyle. Everybody is. Well, that's what we're here to speak about. Yeah, yes. That's what yes. we're here yes. to yes. speak yes. about. So, so, um, uh, so we, we, we got to dig in a little bit on the, on the thesis a bit. So we want to, you know, um, just have, just to have, have a free-flowing conversation about it. Okay. Um, as much as we can. And um, but I, just, just to inform our listeners about who you are, mm-hmm. um, would you mind just giving us a, you know, a little uh, synopsis? Okay, cool. My name is Lebohang Masango, and I like it when people say my full name, because ah. when you half it, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Lebohang, and I'm currently a PhD student in social anthropology. Um, and the topic and the work that I did for my master's, I'm like elaborating on it in my doctoral research. Okay. I'm really passionate about anthropology. I'm passionate about literature. I've written a children's book, and I'm working on many more. Um, and I'm really very passionate about um, advocating for literature for children and for literacy as well. Um, I work with UNICEF as one of their ambassadors. Um, I'm part of the inaugurals and Elimbeki Fellowship for feminist leadership on the continent. Um, and I can't remember the other things, but like yeah. I'm just passionate about like learning and knowledge and books and sweet, feminism. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. But why a- anthropology specifically? You know, what is it about studying? It is the history of humans, right? Or maybe if I'm for, not, yeah, for, 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 for our listeners that might not know, what is anthropology? Yeah. So anthropology is just basically the study of human culture oh. sure. and the ways in which human beings um, get together and make meaning. You know, the way we make meaning out of language, the way we make meaning out of the relationships we have mm. to space and place and time and so on. Um, so I'm really fascinated in the fact that with anthropology, you actually have the freedom to think deeply and study any 
anything that you want to mm. pretty much there's yep. an anthropology for everything mm. and so I'm really interested in black womanhoods and black feminisms um, and the pleasure and joy of being black women and so that's uh, why I do the work yeah. I do I've actually loved I love anthropology and I used to think if I was to just study something for for the love of study, not to necessarily use it for work. Mm -hmm. It will be either anthropology or, or philosophy. Mm -hmm. You're not always like, kind of wonder which one I'd go into. So actually when I, when I reached out to you is because I had caught in the tail end of your Power FM interview yeah. uh, where you were profiled um, in, uh, or you were featured yes. in, in somebody's segment. And I felt that the people that were calling in uh, were sort of, I, I think from where I was sitting, I think they were more of an older generation yeah. and not too open-minded about interrogating the data that you were, you were presenting. Yes. You know, it was pretty much people that have, you know, cultural stance that they are not willing to be moved or it. it's religious, you know. Mm. So I kind of thought, look, because we have a platform that usually, you know, have different topics that we unpack, you know. Definitely. And I thought, let's have it in a more relaxed environment because we also talk more to probably an urban person, you know, your mid-20s to your mid-30s thereabouts. So I thought maybe... Yeah the conversation flow might be better yeah, yeah. and how people interrogate the data might be might be different. So yeah. I think that's what we owed the, um, the invite to. So, mm -hmm. so, 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 so what is this the thesis about in, in essence? Like what were you trying to achieve with okay. it? So let me start with um, just telling you how it came for me to arrive at this topic. Yeah. Um, so the National Institute for Humanities and Social Science, which is basically a research institute in South Africa, they put out a scholarship um, in collaboration with uh, the Tata Institute of Social Sciences in India, and they put out a joint scholarship in which they were looking for people both in Mumbai and Johannesburg to study something around love, sexuality, young people, and mobile phones. So those are the four things that had to be studied. And then obviously you as the scholar can craft a study around that. And so when I'm sitting and I'm thinking about, you know, phones, my immediate thought is social media, you know, uh, young people in Johannesburg, relationships, social media. So the first thing that came to mind was the blessed phenomenon. So I, or I started this master's um, in 2016, and the whole blesser and blessy thing started, I believe, at the end of 2015, that mm. festive season of 2015, yeah. and, it only, and it really hit the media by um, early 2016. Yeah. And so that's what I decided to focus my study on. So what my study is about, is at first I was going into it believing that I'm researching blesses and blessies mm. and the more time I spent thinking about it and working on it I realized that you know these are simply compensated relationships which is the phrase that I prefer mm. um, and these are relationships that really can be observed in society in marriages yeah. um, like Everyone is kind of doing this. <laughs> sure. um, it's just that, unfortunately, when young black women are making choices about their bodies and being very outspoken about the choices mm -hmm. that they make around their bodies and their romantic dating standards, you know, we tend to vilify that as society. Because yeah. if you think about it, there isn't a hyper focus on, you know, Indian young women, uh, Indian young women's relationships mm -hmm. or white young women's relationships or anybody's relationships. Mm -hmm. It's always, you know, black women who are constantly under scrutiny in that way. Um, so yeah, my, my my, my, my thesis really is about this, this, this relationship model that has become almost necessary in a neoliberal society, in a very mm -hmm. hyper-capitalist society. Mm -hmm. But 
let, let's speak on compensated relationships. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I saw, I saw the, the, the definition of, of it on your thesis. So you, you, you mentioned that it's not necessarily because you, you, you know, you class them down. So you class, you know, the, the actual transactional um, uh, relationships, and then you, you know, you, you boil down to what uh, compensated relationships, uh, you know, entail, which, yeah. which would be, you know, gift gift giving but there is some romance and um the the power dynamics are still the same but it, it's not it's not just about the 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 transactional sex yeah, the transaction yeah, in yeah. fact she also tries to draw, draw a, a, a clear distinction between sex work yes. and, yes. and compensated, yes. and, and, and compensated yes. relationships um so so Oh. <laughs> Wait, can I say something while you yes. think about it? And I want to say that I know that in my research work, the yes. men are not present. Yes. You know? And that is a choice that yes. I've made. Yes. But I suppose that, and now, I mean, now I know I'm going to do my PhD, I'll do it a bit differently, mm. but now I'll have men visible because I think when I make men visible, mm. then something becomes clear and that this uh. is a... It's consensual. The sure. men are in this relationship very willingly, very happily. Right. They pursue these women with their money. And mm -hmm. when they are in the relationship that is sustained by money, they are happily doing so. So sure. these men aren't under duress, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I just wanted to just put that forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just afraid, like, while reading your thesis, whether you are romanticizing the whole thing. Because obviously you did mention, mention uh, the fact that, you know, the government did push forward with, you know, uh, their initiatives to try to, you know, um, uh, to tell the younger folks not to do it because, you know, um, HIV and everything. You actually mentioned that mm -hmm. is it forms part of it, and uh, you know, because of the power dynamics, it, it it might seem as if, you know, these older men, which is which is most likely the the dynamics that we see in these relationships, blessings and blessings older men with younger women sure. so obviously they have more influence um, they, they, they have the power right mm -hmm. so so to call it to call it a compensated relationship I was just afraid that you were romanticizing it I don't know how you guys felt like yeah. while reading it May I respond? Yes. So <laughs> the reason why I, I, I start from the point of mentioning HIV and AIDS and the yes. government's interventions is that whenever all of the research that has been done about the love lives of young people in mm. this country have all centered around HIV and AIDS. Uh, and that's a terrible thing to do because what you're doing is you're reproducing the trope that Africans are hypersexual mm. and we can't help ourselves and we're so hypersexual that we just get disease. Like, yeah. mm. And that's a very, that's an epistemic violence that's been conducted against us within the academy, you yeah. know, mm. within knowledge production. And so I start from there just to say that no one is writing about love and romance of young African people from the point of love and romance. It's been de-eroticized, you mm. know. And so I start from that premise, but also I move on to mention the government because there is a problem that between 15 years old to 24 years old, these are the young women in South Africa that are getting new HIV infections, infections the most, yeah. right? Mm. It is a problem. But now the problem as well um, is that when we talk about this research, we don't draw the line that from 18 years old to 24 years old, you're speaking about consensual mm, yeah, relations, cons yes, right? Yes. Or not, sorry, not consensual relations rather, but you're speaking about adults mm. from mm. 18 to mm. 24. Yeah. And then from 15 to the older the older end of 17, you're talking about teenagers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so 
I'm not talking about teenagers, right? And that's the thing that I have to kind of um, emphasize, oh, yeah. right? I really am talking about adult women who've made their choices. And previously, I mentioned men who are in these relationships sure. consensually. So everyone here is doing this consensually. So to say I'm romanticizing it, then my response to you is... What's wrong with that? Because we're talking about adults yeah. who are in relationships of their choosing. Yeah. So, so, so let me let me let, let me get back to that. So, so I think I think because of the power dynamics mm-hmm. that 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 come into play, especially within these relationships. Like for instance, if we're looking at at the adults, the the eighteen to twenty four year olds, and 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 this girl is dealing with a forty five year old. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously this is a person who's well established, who has the money and the capabilities to take mm-hmm. care of this. So you wonder how much, how much power this person exerts on a young mind still developing, mm-hmm. right? And and we've seen with certain with certain instances, uh, you know, I don't want to use R. Kelly as an example. He's he's way off, but but. Um, there was there was a scandal that we were so maybe Diddy and um, yeah Diddy yeah. yes oh can you know when yeah Diddy and Laurie Harvey right yeah. Diddy's forty five Laurie Harvey is twenty two twenty two and it, it, it's it's a similar situation like that but there was a lot of uproar especially with that situation but this is my thing yeah. guys does Laurie Harvey look sad. Does she no. look like she's being abused? No. Does she look like, you know what I mean? So <laughs> she wants to be in that relationship yeah. and she's happy. So my problem is that but it's people all... people can tell, then come to you and say, she doesn't know any better. No, she's 22. no. Yeah. But the thing is that if, we've, if as a republic, we've decided that as an 18-year-old, you are an adult mm. and you have particular rights and you are of sound mind yeah. to make decisions around democratic processes and you can own things and you can buy things and you can have a bank account and you can drive and you can consume alcohol, we have decided you're an adult. Mm. And so why is it that when people are in relationships, that goes away? Yes, there are problems and there are power dynamics to consider, but unless we are dealing with a case of this person was abused, this person is sad, this person is being held hostage, Mm. then I have an issue with the fact that we we presume that... There is a problem, and the woman is under duress, and you know, yeah, Lori yeah. Harvey looks yeah. happy. And, and to you me. spoke. I told you I had no problems with dating. I do dead. have a problem. Yeah, and you spoke. You spoke yeah. on it. So, yeah. uh, platform. Do you wanna say something first? Yeah, I wanted. To, okay, so so you basically saying that you you don't see anything wrong with the vast age differences between adult relationships. No, if, if people yeah. are making their decisions, like I don't lose sleep over the decisions that adults are making with their lives. Yeah. So if someone is happy and it is a, re- a relationship that is free of abuse, mm-hmm. then okay, live so, your life. So when, 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 you, when you use the term compensated relationships, mm. um, are, you, are, you, are you bundling up all the different subcategories within it? Like the blesser, blessy. The, well, you made a distinction. You you, you placed the sex work aside. Mm. Um, you included the normal day-to-day relationships that have to do with you know courting, mm. uh, chivalry, yes. gifting, and all of that. Are, are you saying that all of those? Are you are you using that term to say all of those are, are one and the same? Yeah. And and when I, when I started this thesis, that's not what I thought, right? Yeah. But obviously, you learn as you produce knowledge and think and talk to people and read and so on. So as I kept going. 
it only hit me at the very end of my thesis that yo everyone is in this kind of relationship you yeah. know what i mean and by compensation all relationships involve a kind of mutuality well, and yeah. all kinds of labor mm. emotional sexual cognitive emotional domestic all kinds of labor go into making a relationship yeah. work some people's labor is more on the financial end some yep. people's labor is more on the domestic end some is more emotional some is more you know um it's all different but people pay up and they make it work the way they make yeah, it work sure. so i do kind of bundle them all together mm. even people's marriages i put them together if one is a housewife and mm. you know her husband works and she's a housewife that is a compensated relationship yeah, to sure. an extent yeah but it, it, you know? it isn't as overt like if 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 we look at it on a, on 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 a line so using the example that you use on your thesis with uh, that Amanda and Serge guy mm-hmm. Amanda Amanda was really clear about um that she's 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 not getting into a relationship unless money is involved. It, sure. it was so overt. So I would put that at the very end, yep. you know, of the spectrum. And then and then you have you have obviously where it's the undertones are there, but it's not necessarily overt. Overt, you know. So when someone tells me, yo yo, to fuck with me, I need you need money. Can I say it, it something? Sounds, it sounds it sounds it sounds yeah, can, I, can I say something because I've been quiet, right? Yeah. So I think obviously. Des represents, or his line of questioning is more from an everyday layman's language. And of course, you looked at it from a scholarly lens. So when you say compensated, an average person believes payment, right? Mm. And because you are more focused on the female part, so it always comes across as if we are saying you are presenting or arguing for a case for why females need to be compensated in relationships, right? And then the people that are much more likely to be the benefactors are the people with money and older, right? So whereas when you are saying that it's, it's compensated, you are saying, obviously when you say compensation, there's different ways of compensating. Also a man compensates somehow, is compensated somehow, whether it be physically, and then he compensates materially, right? Is that how, is that how you mean it? That is how I mean it. So when I, because I'm saying that relationships involve mutuality. We're all giving. If we're in a yeah, r- romantic relationship, a we're all, yeah, there's a give and take. And so some people's give might be more material. Mm-hmm. And some people's, you know, take might be more material. And some people's give might be more emotional. Um, and so I, I do draw the line um, from, like, transactional sex and so on because I'm just saying these are the relationships that people are engaged in because if you think about it like in order to send a text message or have flowers delivered to her home or take her on a date or buy her champagne or take her to the movies or take her on a vacation to Brazil whatever all of it involves money even the text message and so what I'm trying to say is that Mm. there is no engaging romantically with each other without the premise of money it's just that now and I because you guys are talking about it being overt right Mm. Um, perhaps it's crass the way it has been overt and the way Amanda you know, uh, presents it. Perhaps that's crass for a lot of people, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. Because there are some people who, maybe I won't say it out loud, but I know you know, who I may or may not date depending on whatever, and maybe I'll keep it to myself and so I'll be more respectable in the public, but I don't even have a problem with people who are overt about their standards because she's not making a case for killing somebody. She's just saying, if you want to engage with me, my person, these are the rules. What is wrong with that? So so if, let's say, for example, I find a girl on Instagram, uh, I'm trying to go on vacation in Zimbali, I need a companion for the weekend, she then states to me that this is how much um, it'll it'll take for her to be with your companion. Yeah, for mm-hmm. for the weekend. 
where would that be classed? That's escorting. That's escorting. Yeah, that's okay. not what I think. So that's, okay. not, that's not compensated relationship. No, it's not because, I mean, it, you can think of it in that way because there is a compensation involved and mm -hmm. she's very clear about her, her, um, the rules of engagement with her. But with the women that I work with, they're very overt about what it takes to be with them, but they are getting into relationships. So these, these are romantic are their, relationships. Yes, these are their right. boyfriends. They are girlfriends. Um, the one woman was being a girlfriend to many men, but that's because she happens to like polyamory and that's just her vibe. There is a woman who's monogamous and she's with a, a man who drives like, you know, this car and all of that stuff. So I think, yeah, to, 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 to text a girl over Instagram or to ask anyone to accompany you somewhere and there's money involved, that's escorting, which is perfectly fine. I respect that too. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely speaking about, you know, girlfriends well, and boyfriends. Can I ask the question differently then? Is yeah. um, Instead of calling it compensated relationship, are you saying people have certain criterias preferences. And, yeah, or preferences yeah. and that criteria could very well be some kind of compensation or some kind of a gain. Similarly to where, let's use physical attributes where I could be a man that says I only want thick women because that's who I'm sexually attracted to, mm -hmm. right? Um, or only taller women or only shorter women, right? To say um, compen compensation particularly material, because that's what we look down on, you know, as a society, is are you advocating for the fact that material compensation should be taken as a normal criteria that a person would enter into when they're evaluating a potential suitor? So what I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not advocating for anything, right? So what I'm doing is I've just like kind of analyzed what is happening and I'm just giving a scholarly lens, as you said, to yeah. what's happening, right? So. Sorry, I, I lost my train of thought. Give me a, a moment. Um, say what you said again. So I was saying, if I was to look at compensated relationship mm -hmm. as a normal pool of attributes that a person or, or, or criteria mm. that a person would evaluate for a potential suitor. So I would say, I like you because I like women that keep their hair natural. Mm. It's just that that is not something that's looked down upon in society, mm -hmm. right? It's just that material or materialism mm. has got some kind of a negative, negative or, or ethical, mm. uh, ethical dimension that people look at. And you could be saying, but why should we look at it differently than height, than eyes, than anything else, which then I could buy? Yeah. Okay, so yes. Um, so that is what I'm saying. I'm saying that from my observations, people do like to, there are negative um, con connotations around um, seeking particular material aspects in a partner. But what I'm, what I'm saying and what the research has kind of told me is that we are living in a capitalist world. Society, yeah. This is a neoliberal world where everything costs money. money. And so, and, 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 and everything costs money to the extent where like people are committing suicide over not being able to find jobs, uh, people are committing suicide over not being able to achieve what they want to or not being able to keep up appearances in the way they used to before their business went bust or something. So this thing called money really has a stranglehold over all of us. But somehow, and we know this, right? We yeah. wake up every morning and perhaps we go to jobs we don't even like because of it. But when it comes to the very real fact that even the relationship between a father and son is made easier through money, through you know, money. like because you need to see your son and spend time with your son and school fees for your son and whatever for your son, you know, 
all the relationships we have in life are made easier by money, but when it comes to speaking about this particular kind of relationship, a romantic one, all of a sudden, you know, love and money have to be kept on different moral spectrums and they have to be like considered differently, whereas they actually intersect a lot mm-hmm. um, yeah. and there's no way to divorce them from each other. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they, they could be the same, but I think the, the what, what causes people to sort of look down on the other and not on, on, on one is that there seems to be this clear emphasis on the materialistic aspect. Mm. Mm. Whereas, where, because between a father and son relationship, obviously I need money in order to you know, maintain a smooth relationship with, with him. Right. Or even in a romantic relationship, if I don't have money, it makes it, you know, there's a Difficult. bit of friction. Yeah. You know, yeah. But in it, cases where... Especially where it's overt, it, it blurs the line. Yeah, so, yeah but in, in cases where there wouldn't be a relationship if it wasn't for, for money. money. I think that's what that's that's. I what suppose, gets me. yeah. It doesn't get yeah. me. It, it doesn't get at me. I, yeah. I personally have no problem with it. Yeah. But I can understand why people are up in arms about where where there'd be over situations where there's like this 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 wouldn't be the case if it wasn't for money. Yes. You know, it makes it yes. It, yeah, it makes it very impersonal. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, okay. Sorry. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So another chat that I want, uh, I just want to bring forth while while we've been busy discussing this is that. Um, a, lo- a lot of the 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 women that you mentioned in in, in your thesis as well is that you know se- sexuality plays a big part in, in in these relationships, right? So is is it because it's the only avenue these women can use? No, but I'll answer it another way as well. But I also want to just mention that the women in my study don't sleep with men until oh, they are until in, relationships in relationships with them, okay, right? Yes, um, like, so yeah. these, so these are like incredibly shrewd, smart women mm. who have really thought deeply about what it takes for them to engage in romantic relationships. These are feminists as well, so they're incredibly aware of like things like domestic violence and sure. gender-based violence and how like you're. In, you're, you're under threat, you know, sometimes um, or most of the time, really. And so they've thought deeply about how they engage with mm. people. So they're not just sleeping with men, Jay, you mm. know. Um, so, yeah, they, and they are excellent negotiators as well. Um, <laughs> but I want to say about sexuality that, you know, even with the Power FM interview and the older men who are so upset at the kind of work that I'm doing, like there are Zulu sayings and surely Sesotho sayings that really kind of highlight the importance of being materially comfortable as a man you know sure. when you think i can only think of a zulu saying which is um mm. right um that is like so on the nose okay of course. right <laughs> and we also know that like from the 20th century um ilobolo went from being uh, not paid in cows but ca- paid in actual Currency, money yeah. you know and we know what the migrant labor system did to our families and so on and so and we know about isoga and we know about the kinds of lessons that men are receiving when they go to initiation you know, about being providers and so on. And even in the Bible, you know, men are the head of the household and they're providers and protectors, all of that stuff. So there are so many different cultural teachings that emphasize that men should be materially able to take care of a family and take care of a woman. And so for women to want that, 
I think it's okay. It's just that I think the only problem is that black women are sassy and are saying out loud that mm. these are the rules of engagement to engage with me. Uh. That's the only issue. But like I said, no one is asking Indian women, white women, True. you know, no one is asking yeah, yeah, yeah. anyone anything. But True. because, but I do understand that as black people with the majority, mm. and so anything we do will be hyper scrutinized. I understand that. Mm. But I think that it's just black women who are like, you know what, we are actually really cute, and we have social media which has opened us up to a pool of like our dating pools are so much bigger because mm. of social media and so these are the rules of engagement to engage so, with us. So who do you think are asking uh, <coughs> black women these things that's, that's not being asked to Indian or Asian or whatever woman? It's um, definitely the media. media. The, media. the media. Yeah. yeah. But would you, what, what, what sort of face would you put behind that? Do you, because I'd, yeah, it's, it's, I'd, I'd, I'd speculate that it's, it's, it's actually the black man asking the black woman this. Mm. And be, and because it's a, if it is a black man, because mm. it's a black man, these questions wouldn't arise for Indian or white or Chinese woman because the black man is not playing. His in point that of field. reference is he's playing in there. Yeah, that's yeah. the point of reference. So if mm. it's a black man asking these questions, it's only natural that these questions would only arise for black women. And can I say to elaborate on your point, I do agree, and I think that um, we as black people have been socialized to just recognize that you know what, black women bear the brunt of the struggle. Black men too, but black women are the face of struggle, you know? And so when black women actually actively reject that and say, I don't wanna struggle, and I don't wanna, like if you're saying that the the, the dating pool is only comprised of men who have very little to offer in the way of material, I actually don't wanna engage with that, then it becomes a problem. And perhaps it is the black man who then has an issue, like, oh, so are you saying that I have to, in this, capitalist, horrible capitalist world, I need to excel at this shit in order to engage with you. How dare you? Of course. You know, because you've always accepted us no matter what. So yeah. what do you mean you have these standards yeah. all of a sudden? Yeah, but at the same time, black men, you know, um, especially the, the kind of um, mobile Upwardly mobile. mobile. The upwardly mobile ones who are middle class, who are you know, all up in Santon and Rosebank. and You know, they want to engage with beautiful women who look after themselves, who may or may not have weaves, who wear heels, who, who look gorgeous, you know? Um, no one is going to find, like, I don't know, some, like... no one's gonna find a sister of the soil with no makeup and maybe hair that looks like mine walking around barefoot and that be the woman you go to saint with or go to the mark with like you know by the way when you say that i mean and i'm not saying this i'm saying this from observation right so if you look at stereotypes of black people as well and particularly black women so you'd find that crosses uh, you know, there's a stereotype about Tosa women, like, you know, they're like very sassy. Mm. Yeah, they're very sassy. You know, they, they, they know, they're cunning. Mm. You know, they know how yeah. to pick the right, you know. Very vocal and, about. And I don't know whether it's because Tosas, were, if they had the first mix with white people or whatever, Maybe. you know. But Ukumsha, like, like, you know, Tosas women are always known to be like the mm. women that know to be like, maybe for what you are advocating for, right? And I don't mm. know what it is about them. Please don't say I'm advocating. Cause I'm no, we're not. not advocating. <laughs> Highlighting. Highlighting, yeah. Highlighting, we can, we can do highlighting. And, you know, I've always, always been fascinated by that, that yeah. stereotype around yeah. Kosa women. Yeah. But, like, I've I've not found where to begin researching it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know what its origins are, but I do find it uh, fascinating. But I do think it is good that more black women are actually recognizing their value and making decisions based on that. And also, I just want to say, right, just back to this whole thing about culture and tradition, 
marriage has always been a vehicle of upward mobility for women, right? Mm. Because we do live in this patriarchal world with patriarchal systems where even when women do enter uh, the job market or enter corporate, there still is a gender wage gap. And of course, there's a race wage gap. And, and if you're you know, a person living with a disability, you're not even getting a job, right? And so there are all of these different hierarchies and disparities of who's earning what in the boardroom. And so it's been very hard historically for women to become millionaires of their own accord, right? A lot of the time, you, you marry a millionaire, you, you, you divorce him, and then you're a millionaire. So there's something about marriage that, that, that is a vehicle for mo mobility for women, but also um, when you think about kinship ties among black people historically, to bring families together, it mattered what your family could offer mine and sure. what my family could offer yours and what this unity, um, this... Um, bringing together families could bring, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm highlighting then that these things have always been historically important and also that marriage and romance and relationships have always been a way for women to secure class positions that they w were not available to them before. before. And that has nothing to do with women, but everything to do with the world that men built mm. um, and the mm. world that men um, did not mind living in. Mm. Um, and now the world that men are upset with because women are actually mm. waking up to the fact that we do have choice upon and choice and social media makes the choice even bigger and so you know i'm really leveraging that power yeah. to work for us yeah. as women yeah because you 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 you, you mentioned the, the the term sugar feminism and and I, I i believe that's that's the term you you use to to highlight the, the women who are currently using this current system in order to to advance themselves right yeah. and and i wonder um because it's 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 set it's set things that you know have been in, in, in society. I wonder how how much does it do, especially sugar feminism, for instance, um, because it seems so in, individualistic. What is what is sugar feminism? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's Let's start. Start. I'm glad you read it. Thank you. <laughs> so sugar feminism is a concept that I'm still working on, right? Okay. Um, and it's a concept that even in my own mind is so it's controversial uh, and so prickly, even though I came up with it, because what I'm saying is, and because all the women that I'm working with are feminists, mm. I think there is something to be said about compensated relationships and feminism, especially because people believe that when you start to think about you know, dating a, a man of means, then you've somehow abandoned your feminism because you've left, like you're not trying to find a man who has nothing yeah. and you're mm. going to struggle together and it's, it's going to be it's, sexy it's, struggle, it's like you know? conforming to the patriarchy. So yes, conforming to the patriarchy and capitalism and white supremacist yeah, yeah, capitalist patriarchy yeah, yeah. as an so entire thing, be, right? How can you be fighting against it? So, so maybe, could it be because, well, you, you, you'll tell me, so is feminist, feminism more about agency than it is about equality? Mm. It's about both at the same time. So feminism is obviously uh, a collective movement for women's liberation. Yes. Um, and within that, um, the point is equality. The point is to even out the kind of disparities created by yes. patriarchy and misogyny. But it's also about allowing women. Because the thing is that when 
we are unequal, then your agency gets taken away, right? Mm. Your ability to choose and to do things as you want to, that gets taken away sure. by the inequality. So equality then gives you agency. the freedom to choose. Yes. Um, so it's about both at the same time. And that's a very important thing. Now, sugar feminism, which is still a very prickly concept, which I'm still trying to work on, which I'm thinking through, and which brings up problematics for me. It's mm. a very problematic concept. Um, because what I'm trying to do is say that, what I'm trying to say is that somehow within this individual sense of a heterosexual patriarchal model of romantic relationship with men, that there is a space to articulate a feminism. There are ways to make your choices of who you date and who you pair up with and who you end up becoming pregnant by. Mm. There are ways to make feminist assertions within those very Constructs, rigid yeah. heterosexual limitations, yeah. you know? Um, and it's super controversial because it is an individualistic notion. Mm, There's mm. something about abandoning. But also, I have a problem with the collective feminist... Um, mantra or movement to be abandoning partnership because mm. I mean like I've been a feminist for a long time mm -hmm. and I'm a heterosexual feminist and mm. it is the ghetto and I wish I wasn't but I am you know <laughs> I really I, it sucks oh you know God. and I really am attracted to men and nobody yeah. else yeah. Um, oh even though it's like <laughs> being attracted to the person who's statistically likely to kill you yeah. like it's a horrible situation to be in but there are feminists like me who are heterosexual who do right. want to have partnerships right. who do want to have healthy families Yes. and raise healthy children in this society. Mm. And so what about them? And so I think this makes space for those women mm. to make certain choices that will benefit them. So even though you might think perhaps the, the kind of black consciousness and feminist inclination is to just find any old comrade on the street mm. and you know pair up with him, perhaps don't do that. Perhaps go for the man who has money, who respects and loves you and respects your politics and will give you a happy life where you, you don't have to struggle so much. Because yeah. I, think it's, I think it's crazy that black women, sorry to say crazy, I think it is ridiculous that black women are constantly encouraged to just just struggle, you know, like, mm. and also whenever we think about uh, researching black women, because everyone asks me, what about abuse? Strong black women. Yeah, but what about abuse? Mm. What about, mm. you know, mm. the power dynamics and so on? And it's mm. like, I want to create work where black women are happy. And I want to figure out interesting ways that black women are making themselves happy. Yeah. That's my But, work. you know, the, the way that you're putting it, you know, um, a man with money, you know, that loves and respects you, those sort of relationships, I don't, I don't think th those are the sort of relationships that are really under scrutiny when the term bless and blessy mm. comes into discussion. Mm. Um, it's, it's more the, like you said, like the overt, there's, mm. there's, there's no love, there's no, there's barely any respect. Mm. It's, it's fun it's, and money. Yeah, mm. it's fun and money, money, which is why I made the example about the Zambali trip and whatnot and what you would categorize mm. as, mm. that as. Would you, you know, say you're right? Yeah. And, and what... Because when I began this research, right, you just have what's been written, you have what's in the media, and then you kind of craft your project Deep from down, there. Yeah. And then when you start speaking to people, when you actually interview people and speak to them, that's when I realized that, oh, these women are in relationships. These are girlfriends that I'm speaking to. Yeah. In the same way that anyone, they, they, they could marry these men if the relationship goes that way. Yeah. And so this was a point of discovery for me because I did believe that at first. Yeah. And then when I sat down, because I mean, the study, study was difficult in that first 
obviously no one wants to talk about this, right? Mm. So that's why I end up only speaking in depth to three women okay. uh, because people kept signing up and like being keen. And, and then out. when they really got down into, oh, is this what you're asking us? They then they were yeah. out, you know? That, yeah. So perhaps yeah. I would have had different insights, but the ones who stuck with me, the ones who happened to be feminists, who happened to be girlfriends, who happened to be in these kind of long-term relationships. Yeah. And there are other configurations of these relationships outside of what I've studied. Um, and I'm hoping with my PhD, I'll be able to okay. speak to more yeah. people. Uh, but yeah, um, I also thought it was really just like, okay, this is what I want. What are you giving me? And yeah. then later you yeah. find out it's a relationship. Which, which is why I was saying that within the compensatory relationships, the uh, sub-segments, there's sub-segments, you know? Mm. And, and, and what you're describing is there's nothing, it's beautiful. Like, I don't see anything. Mm. In fact, you know, in fact, but in it's, yeah. what, 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 the owner said it was a criteria, but it could be a hygiene factor. What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? So, you know, hygiene factor is when we discover that I see if, let's say you are with me, and I say our union is um, characterized by the fact that I love you, you love me, I'm into the sort of stuff you are into, but the choice that you made to be with me, money was a hygiene factor. Because you knew that the absence of money would make all those other beautiful things that I found about you, we will not even get to that point because we are so at the bottom. Yeah. So, so you need a hygiene factor, yes. Which, you, is, which, is, which is most relationships. Yes. Mm. Yes, and yeah. that's what I'm trying yes, that's to what, say. So when, yeah. when I come to work, yes, what I want is that for you to give me a job that's stimulating and pay me more. But of course, a hygiene factor might be whether or not my boss is racist or not. Yeah. So, my choice of going to a job, I may use racism as a criteria hygiene factor, even though the core uh, expectation from a job is a good paying job and a fulfilling job, mm. Mm. right? So women are now becoming free to say, look, actually living in this capitalist society, this thing of romanticizing poverty, mm. or we came out together, mm. you know, or whatever the case might be, we have to recognize that in this economy, mm. in this climate, money is a hygiene factor. But then within, yeah, but within that very same, um, um, Context. It's 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 not a new concept. It's been there since exactly. the beginning of yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. But that, like like I said, um, when you say that when you went into your um, research, you thought that it was this purely transactional, mm. you know, mm. uh, dynamic. And yeah. But, and and mm. for me, when you mentioned blesser blessee, when you mentioned compensation, mm. that is the first thing that I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking yeah. about a romantic. I don't. Yeah. I don't think my girlfriend would be with me if I was poor. Yeah. Would. You know, but yeah. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but when you talk about compensation. Yeah. yeah, but can we acknowledge that there is the other end of the spectrum? Yes, right? there is. So, hold Which it, hold is? it. Uh, like, like, for instance, um, there are cert certain blessees. Uh -huh. ble no, yeah, blessees. Uh, yeah. what you call them, the, the be benefactors, uh, who are categorized as slave, um, slave queens. Right? Okay. So, so there's a, there's a kind of baby sound. Uh, perception around them, uh -huh. you know, Hore, they, they, because uh, most of them are very young girls, very beautiful girls on social media. They use a lot of their phones. They go on holidays and whatnot, trips. Never show who the, the who's financing, who's financing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and there's a certain stigma around these girls. Hore, now they lose and hoes and whatnot. If you have and, money, and, and you can. All all I need is money to have sex with these girls. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's, because uh, I was reading obviously your thing from a guy's perspective, okay? You know, how, how, how much respect falls to a woman that I desire, I, I desire her, I desire her, right? But the fact that I need money in order to attain her, how much respect will I, will I afford her? 
That you is I mean? that is an individual choice. Why <laughs> why why is everything you've mentioned diminishing her, right? If yeah. those are the kinds of women that you don't like, you know, you yes. don't even have to say anything terrible about them. Just don't engage with them because the fact that they get to go on these holidays, yes. the fact that they are perhaps now known for this, they've yes. become renowned yes. for this means that there are people who are willing to engage them Definitely. on their terms. <laughs> why is it bothering you? No, no, like it's not it's not it's not bothering me. It's not it's, it's not a bother. It's mm-hmm. not a bother. I'm just I'm just wondering whether let's say I obtain the money. Let's say I, I obtain the money that, mm-hmm. that, that that now puts me into contact with these women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I I would I would I don't think my respect levels will be the same. But aren't you just a horrible person then? <laughs> like, why are your respect levels not because, the same? Because, because because she's not she 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 wouldn't look at me otherwise if it wasn't for the so, money. So 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 isn't that feeling then then rooted in in in, in disdain and bitterness? That's your own insecurity. For not, for not having been able to yeah. achieve them when you didn't have the money, yeah. and now that you do, you feel like definitely, definitely. It's, so, it's, so it's more you think. It's a yeah, it's a you problem. It's definitely your own insecurities because those girls are just living their lives, yeah. not bothering anyone. When people do engage them with money, it's fine. Why yeah. do you feel that your treatment of them would? Because if your treatment of them differs, because now you do have money and you can engage with them, mm. not only is that about individual insecurity, but that makes you a horrible person. Why does your respect for a human being? Because, because 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 her respect for me only involves money. Her respect for me only involves money. She only respects me or sees me if money is involved. But so, respect, so, so respect. I can I can only see her if sex and money is involved. So how can I respect a person like that? Like, why are you engaging with her? Why why are you there? Why are you engaging beautiful. with her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's 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 gorgeous. I'll, I definitely want that, and I can't. So sometimes you would feel that you would be, you you, because obviously people are, are not one-dimensional. So so when she makes me one-dimensional based on the money I have, this one criteria, it's like yo. Okay. Okay. So I- this is the one criteria that you look at out of everything. This complex human being. You're gonna judge me of that one I thing. I don't agree, but I empathize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted even. to say. I wanted to say earlier on. You you said that. Um, you know, men, especially the black man, has to look at the, the capitalist uh, society that he then has to excel in in order to achieve this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just in relation to what he's just saying, is, is there some empathy to be awarded to these men for, for, for feeling the way that they do? No. Um, straight up, no. Wow. And that's because, okay. guys, patriarchy has been around for a long time, right? Yes. And it is a system that has benefited many men and it has been un- upheld by men and women. Yes. And it's benefited many men for centuries and centuries and centuries. For centuries, you, you, if we were thinking about, you know, we, we're back now in the 17th century, we're living in huts and we're living in chieftaincies and councils. You might see this princess and she is gorgeous, but you do not come from the kind of family or have the kind of cattle that can you know, earn work, you any work, kind of courtship work. moment. She's with out this. of your league. She's yeah. out of your league. That's it. And the day you go and you become a warrior and then Shaga awards you with like uh, two crowds full of cattle. Now you are rich. Now you have a chance with the princess. I mean, it's yeah. all the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have empathy because this is a system that men established, yes. that men have thrived on for centuries. And only now where black women are like, oh, we don't have to stick around for the BS. Oh, bye. Well, I guess, you know, I guess, I guess only, an issue. only now when we no longer 
at the top of the food chain, chain. Yes. because we were for the longest time. Yes. And now there's when this, the white man was not there, there's this yes. other element. Yeah. Yes. There's this other layer now that's on top of us, and yes. we we no longer number one. Yes. And now. The people that, that we'd always look to aren't <laughs> really, because yes. now the, the system is mm. still the same. It's, 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 it's a system that's, that's based on the same value still. Yes. But the rules have changed. Yes. The rules have and then the, the people who are least empowered are now a little mm. bit more empowered. Yeah, and, yeah, and so I think, it's messing up. Yeah. I, think, I think the black man is, is mad at that. That, yeah. that I got to fight yeah. this. And then that, even when I get to the black woman, I still got to fight still this. Yes, and that yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because imagine what it's like to then be the black woman who is constantly sure. the leftovers or the last sure. resort or mm-hmm. the, you know, I, I was reading on Twitter and people have been discussing how, um, you know, older men would cash out their pensions, leave their families, Word. go spend all their pen- pension money. And then when they're sick and dying, they come back the, to the, the household yeah. because that's the family that has to bury them. Sure. So imagine constantly yeah. being the person who's left behind constantly who's the last thought when the money comes in you are the last thought even though you've made a family with this person and you have children to raise you know what I mean so I'm happy that young black women are noticing you know the jig and they're like completely divesting Mm. from it just to have happier lives just so we can also die happy and I advocate for it I respect it yeah, I know. It's the game. Yeah, and, also, and I just want to say that, let's say, you know, these women who are beautiful and so on, like, there are so many women in the world and so many women who think differently. Smogokore, people keep wanting to be with the Lori Harvey. The Beyonce's, the Sierra's, the whoever's. You want that one. Here are the ones that also want you. You don't want them. And then you are resentful that it takes so much to get those ones. You know what I mean? In fact, I'm happy you actually brought that dynamic because patriarchy and resource has made men date and eat cream they don't deserve. What do you mean? Right? Because pigs can eat pudding. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, no, what I'm trying to say, if if you look at, um, because I I, I like it when you make capitalism as the foundation through or the stadium where we are playing, Mm. right? So because it's capitalist in nature, it means even the people that would not otherwise respond to my stimulus positively, if I didn't have money, mm. now they give me a shot. Yeah. So now, it's like, it's like somebody saying, money may deceive you to thinking you're in my league. Mm. But because the, person that's res- because the person that's responding to my, my gestures, whatever, if they're economically suppressed, they may end up giving me a chance, somebody that they would otherwise never have given a chance, mm. simply because it's an economic situation they find themselves in. Yeah. So, for example, we were talking about the whole GB, uh, GBV, ne? Mm. Uh, about um, the blurry lines between what consent is and definition of rape. Yes, we have the clear cut down the road. You don't know who I am. I strangled you. But I have a definition or a, a, a hypothesis of what I call circumstantial rape. Yeah, where, for example, I could make you sleep with me, right, by putting you in a condition where a no is not possible. Oh. Whether it's economic, right? Yes. Yes. So in other words, I make sure I leave you so stranded, either financially or whatever, so that the only way, potentially, that you could offer me of value is what I'm asking for, which invariably, in most cases, is sex, right? Okay. So the whole thing of saying we must only look at consent as being no, yeah, yeah, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. there is sex, yeah. there is circumstantial rape. Yeah, yes. but it's yeah, it's yeah, it is rape all the same. But I see what you mean when you say circumstantial, where you disempower someone to the yes, point I've where I've disempowered you. Yeah. So, I've disempowered you so much that uh, the only way out for you 
yeah. either to survive or for your sanity yes. or whatever, you have to give in. Yeah. And, and hence, I want to bring the question of, terrible, of, yeah. of how much, how much, how much agency can can women in these relationships actually get? You know, especially when the 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 power dynamics are as they are, um, where where you know the bulk of the financial you know um, is on the man's side is, is on the man's side. You know what I'm saying? Especially when instances of the of the example that Tabang is talking about, how much agency can a woman actually obtain in these sort of relationships, and that 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 would give her actually power to to actually bargain with a man in 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 in, in a fairer state. So in my work, right, all of the women exhibit like great range of agency um, and if there's something they don't like they communicate it with their partners and I don't know that's probably because of their personalities as well and also their politics but how much but how much of that is then given by the man like for instance if if if, if I'm if I'm sort of financing literally your whole lifestyle and the moment you disagree with me I'm like nah but you can go yeah, or so I'll that that this. occurs. I don't know if I put it in my thesis because I don't yeah. remember now. But there is a situation where one of Butlale actually is in a situation where she's dating a man and she's so excited because they're getting ready to go on holiday in Mozambique. But in the lead up to that holiday, she sees that he starts, um, you know, he he starts. It, it almost feels manipulative the way that he he treats her, um, and he he's constantly bringing up that I do so many things for you. Oh, you know yes. why why won't you give in to this and that yeah. and that? And she broke up with him and she didn't go on that holiday because what I think what the women who do this and especially the ones who've gotten very good at being in these kind of relationships or who have been in these relationships for a while they get good at noticing the red flags mm -hmm. and leaving when there's red flags mm -hmm. because I've, these aren't women, by the way. The women I've worked with are middle-class women sure. who come from good homes, good families. They are not doing this for money. Mm, They're yeah. doing this because they notice that, oh, if he has money, it just makes it easier. It makes sure. it better. I can go to whichever art gallery I want. I can yes. go on holiday. I can yes. do whatever. Yeah. Cool, because they are also university students. And so... With that being said, they can leave at any time because yeah. the money is not a, a stranglehold over uh, them. And, sure. and that was an important thing to highlight in my work because in all of the kind of work that's done around um, whether you're talking about sugar daddies or sponsors or... Um, all of the kinds of iterations, it's always done around women who are very poor mm. and who need the money. Mm. And I have, I have a problem with that because then you reproduce the trope that African women must use their sexuality for money mm. because African also, women are so, so poor. So you basically wanted to show the other side. I that, really that, did. Yeah. yeah. Because, be because epistemic violence is when we have the academy and we have like um, Eurocentric anthropological standards constantly being produced that, oh, black people mm. are poor, mm. black people must have sex for money. And like I I said all of the things that have been written about love and sexuality to do with South Africans yeah. is all about HIV and AIDS. Mm. That isn't right because when you look at other people, they, they their love lives are spoken about. You know, mm. they're the feeling, the pleasures, the joys of being alive. Because sex is an act that is a joyful, wonderful act, right? When mm. consensual. So all of that is taken away from black people, and you're just like, yeah, they get disease every time yeah, they fuck. Yeah, That's yeah. not okay. So I am trying to show the yeah. other side. Well, would you find, um, especially with your interactions with the people that you you interviewed that that it's it's more likely to be middle class women who play play these compensated relationships better than than perhaps someone who 
who may not be middle class for instance? I think you definitely have a, a bigger platform for leverage mm. and you have a bigger platform to be able to it's a, it's a more consensual relation if you're not there because you know this man has to pay my school fees yeah. right? so if you if you already come with something maybe you had a job or maybe you have a good family yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're not depending on him then like if he tries you then you just then, leave then you can, which uh, is how and that's why I'm trying to say this is a normal relationship mm. because I don't think I mean, I, I could be wrong, but like if it's a healthy relationship, you're not going in there saying, okay, I've got this money, I'm going to make this person submit to my every, you know, whim. Mm. You're going in there with what you have, this person's going in with what they have, yes. and then you are having a mutual experience from then on. And if ever a person does something you don't like, whether it's cheating, whether trying to manipulate you with money, mm. whether ignoring your calls for the weekend, whatever it is, you leave. Yes. And that's what I'm talking about. These are just normal relationships. That's a different distinction, yeah. <laughs> Because we've all, always had this conversation, especially um, amongst us um, on the pod a couple of times, especially when we consider relationships, especially pure romantic relationships between, let's say, a 45-year-old, 50-year-old guy with a 22-year-old. With, with and, and, and when we were discussing the Dita thing, yeah. you, you even mentioned, what the hell do they even speak about? Sure. Unless they fucking every time they, they meet. You know, meet, <laughs> you know? Because that's Trust the only this. thing that... that, 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 that it would bring them together. Yeah. So, so I wonder, I wonder, but, but you didn't touch on a, 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 like how the relation is between you know, this very older guy with a 22-year-old. Like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, how Guys, do they relate? it's South Africa. They're talking about a lot. Like, <laughs> you know, there's always something to talk about in this country. But, I mean, look, I don't know about the, the insides of people's relationships, but also, like, this is where I come in and say, why do you care? Why are you losing I do sleep? Care. Why? I do care. So why? Because, uh, no, I'm saying if we're living in this yeah. democracy that has said that to be an adult and do particular things and have particular rights yeah. and to have the right to be in this relationship, yeah. this is, as long as that man is not beating her, yeah. I don't think it matters what they're talking about. Of course. But your, 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 I don't want to call it support, but you are saying as long as a man is not beating them, right? As long as it's not an abusive yes. relationship, I don't My see the problem. My thing is that the climate and the very nature of it almost invariably lends itself to an abusive relationship, right? Because, uh, uh, because it's always going to be men that are older who have money, and they will manipulate, they will control. So by the very nature of the different parts where we are in our lives, even though when you say I support it as long as there isn't, but there's almost always control in, in, in those type of relationships where it's a 22-year-old and a 52-year-old. Where it's not May necessarily a woman yes. that, that decides to, to leave. What uh, is the red flag that yeah. they leave? Sorry, say that again? Where, 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 where that situation wouldn't necessarily um, end in the woman noticing the red flags and, and leaving. leaving. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, the, 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 the social fact of being South African is that, you know, uh, gender-based violence is rife, right? Yeah. Um, my only issue is when people constantly want to frame these relationships as breeding grounds for that kind of violence, when the truth is South African men, regardless of their class position, are violent, and South African women, no matter their class position, endure violence from South African men. That's just a fact. And sure. so I can't, it's hard for me to have a, a, a conversation in which I try to 
weed out the kind of abusive possibilities of this relationship because it's everywhere. Sure. There is no relationship where abuse and violence are precluded. That's why I think it is important, and I have already said, that as long as there is no abuse in these relationships and as long as the woman leaves, then it's okay because there are relationships where people are the same age, making the same amount of money, money. and she's not noticing the red flags and she's not going anywhere and unfortunately she ends up abused or dead. These are happening every day. But so they're I not can't... as prevalent, let's be honest. No, we, I, we cannot say that. We do not have those statistics. No, we no, can't. no, of, of course. I mean, I just think um, there is enough that's in the public domain for us to make an informed decision, mm -hmm. right? And the informed decision that we are making today is that more often than not, where we see control and gender-based violence mm. that is against a woman mm. is where the man has an economic power, age power, mm. all those. Yeah, that's more prevalent. Okay, true. And I'm saying that because of the gender wage gap and the nature of South Africa, most relationships are... Are you all dating women who are the same age as you? Um, mm -hmm. um, no. Have you dated women who are younger than you? Yeah. My wife is younger than me by a year and a half. Okay, so these women are younger than you, and yeah. do you make more money than these your, the women that you're involved with? By yes. Any yeah. You do. Okay, so... <laughs> so what? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you, we are... This is a... It's a, the kind of relationship formations that South Africans, like, kind of make. Yeah. They are ones where the men are older. In fact, patriarchy, yes. Jay. Men do tend to want to be with younger women sometimes because younger women um, are able to... Are, 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 have sexual uh, reproductive systems that are younger that's and therefore how, perhaps healthier or whatever, whatever. And so there are all kinds of reasons why men get together with women who are younger. It's just prevalent in society sure. because of patriarchy. But also men will inevitably earn more than women because of the gender wage gap in society. Sure. So I can't focus specifically on these kinds of relationships when it is prevalent everywhere that men are dating women who are younger and they have more money. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, because then we could then turn the lens on you guys and be like, you know, are y'all abusing, you, you know, the people you're with or have you abused them yeah. or whatever? Because I'm, what I'm trying to say and which the, 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 this, this thesis has taught me is that the relationships I'm speaking about are the relationships that everyone is involved in. And that's what I'm going to try to do with my PhD yeah. because I started in a specific place with this MA and I ended up, I ended in a different place. So now that I have learned more as well, I'm going to start in the same place and end in the same place, mm -hmm. which is to prove that these are South African relationships. This is the quintessential South African so relationship. Is it? It is. Yeah. Think I, about I, I, our moms and dads. Yeah, I wouldn't dispute that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't yeah, dispute that yeah, at all. Because yeah, that's just a, a common phenomenon that's been there since yeah. the beginning mm. of time. Mm. But I'll always go back to it being different from transactional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not. Yeah, yes, it's definitely yes, not yes, transactional. Because yes, yes. the transactional relationship is the one where you mention going to Zimbabwe yeah. is the one where the girl says... There's no companionship. You're not, you're not getting my number unless you give me yeah. 500 rand or yeah. something. Because I yeah. know there was yeah. that thing as yeah. well. So, But if it's a relationship we're getting to know each other, and in us getting to know each other, I realize that, oh, you're a waiter. Then maybe I won't reply to your messages anymore, right? Um, or maybe you're like, oh, you're a Shout CEO. The then I text a little bit more enthusiastically. Fact, These are things yeah. that in everybody fact, does. In fact, in, fact, in fact, I think that the truth of the matter, though, is that there are so many subcategories of these relationships mm. that sometimes your study maybe mistook mm. for something that is totally different. Yes. Which I is, think, I think that's what happened. Yeah. I definitely. think that's what yeah. happened because people yeah. then thought, you are talking about obviously black. we were of the same thought to say, you are saying that these romantic relationships that, mm. that have a compensation element to mm -hmm. it mm. 
are the same thing as the transactional mm. yes, yes. Type, yes. Right? and I, like I said I started in one place with yeah. this degree and then I learned so much more and I ended off yeah. in a different place than where yes. I started yeah. but now I will make I'll so, word things differently yeah, so, so like the framing of it could be polarizing or yes, could it be, is. Or could be misunderstood. Yes. And, and the reason why it's polarizing also is because my, like, introduction, like, my, my entire introduction to this topic was as a person who was observing social media when the whole blessers thing was actually yeah. happening mm. in real time and also what the media did with that, mm. which mm. is to just, like, take it and run with it. Amanda, Serge, and all of the, mm. what, Mavuso, all of that stuff, mm. right? So I wanted to start at a space where South Africa was, which oh, is okay. what the media was telling us. Sure. And from there, when you actually sit down and you speak to people. I'm sure if we granted Amanda the courtesy of sitting down with her and getting past the sound clips, you know, and the, mm. the controversial oh, things yeah. she said and really get into who she is as a person and what why she makes the choices she makes. Because she even said her parents don't have a problem what she's doing or they don't yeah. question her as long as she's sending money back home. Yeah. South Africans are living incredibly difficult economic yeah. lives, guys. Yeah. It's so hard for everybody. And so when we interrogate the human behind the sound bites, then we get to realize that, like, people are making choices to survive but also to just have a little bit of happiness where there was none you know yeah. mm-hmm. I, maybe where I wanted to take it as well was I'm glad we're having this conversation now because it intertwines with the climate of GBV right okay mm-hmm. cool let's take a break please because she needs oh, okay. uh, like, 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 when you become a millionaire yeah, okay. because I, I, can, I, 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 keep, I keep telling women <laughs> uh, not women like people that I know once I make it, once I make money, yeah, man, I'm gonna be out here. Out here. Once you once you make money with the same woman you're with, but, but that's the thing. Like like my, my thing is that how here's much? Here's a question. Here's a question. Mm, how much? A great if question. if if you make money, yeah. with the woman that you are with now, yes, you still gonna be out here? Ah, uh, yeah, man, yeah, man. Because <laughs> apart from my care, study. Bro. Apart from my study, something mm. interesting that happens is when men make it and mm. they do get lots of money, mm. they do leave the women that they're with and they True. do go after the women they could never afford to be with. True. Exactly. But because, because most of it, most of it is, 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 is like a, it's like a fantasy. Like these women are, are like things that we aspire to, right? But, but then once, I, 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 I often wonder. I mean, I, go last, I, mm. I often wonder how much, how, how, how much will I respect the woman just purely because you don't now. You don't now. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? You don't respect her now. <laughs> what do you mean? So what makes you think that you respect yeah, you her then? Respect yeah. her then. Like you've answered yourself multiple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's but, problematic. But what, what I will say well, though about money and, and resources, have you heard about the concept of money will show you who will be will highlight who you really are. Mm. So there are people that we think are humble, but in Bible fell about prepare. Mm. Yeah. So, so poverty or being subservient forces you to, or to, sub, to, to subjudicate yourself to somebody else because yes. you're getting some kind of favor out of them. The same way, walk Twitter, but what? What? I'm saying the same way that people <laughs> on work Twitter, the same way people have bold ideas on Twitter. Uh. <laughs> But in their place of work every day, because uh-huh. they get a salary at 18,000 a they month. They don't uh-huh. champion the yeah, same. They don't champion the same. They don't same have the same, same energy. How yeah. about guys? Yeah, Isn't that too. black life? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying, but black life is the, is the epitome of poverty. Mm. That's what I'm saying. All of us, we know black people as, oh, but Baba, you know, we're very humble. It could yeah. be because I'm not a Yeah, 
I mean, power does that. And the people who have historically always had more power, they've, we can see, they've always done whatever the hell mm. they want to do. Mm. And because, yeah, money is power. Mm. But it is alarming that you keep questioning, like, will I respect these women? I think that you will, actually. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm thinking that when you do become a millionaire and maybe you want to marry somebody like because you'd be thinking about everything or oh, unless you mm. fetch like someone who you consider a slay queen and make them a wife and mother yeah but i think you will respect whoever you decide to pair yourself with no 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 for sure for sure it's just that i'm gonna win when, when the when the the aspect to to that person being with me if, if the, the I, I guess I guess because that that one aspect is money. Yeah. The the one is highlighted more than any other one. Yeah. I guess it's sort of like ah, uh, is she okay? What happens when I lose the money then? Then she then leaves. Then she'll be gone. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. Why would she stay? <laughs> it's not. Like I said, it's not. It's not romantic. It's, that that notion is not romantic. It's not romantic that the fact that she will leave me once I lose the money. It's not romantic. I can't respect it. It is romantic. That is that is romance. That's that is romance. the basis of romance. <laughs> romance is, is exact... money. Is manufactured <laughs> through money. It's 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 not it's not. It's not love, it's maybe. Not, it's, yeah, it's not love. Yes, it's not fairy tale love. Because yeah. even the concept yes, of love yes. can be can be challenged. Mm. Doesn't mean the concept of love can and be challenged. I mean, mm. the, the marrying for love or creating lifelong bonds mm. from love is a fairly recent thing in history. Yeah. Okay. Word, word, Before word, that, word, it was families word. putting kin together and deciding that you know, are we are we politically you know yes. aligned or yeah. maybe our clans will stop fighting if we get yes. together sure. or whatever you know. Yes, yes, yes. And these um, words to my friend Noglinda for that because she she just has so many insights into like the cultural practices of black people. But like there were many functional reasons to put families together mm. back in the day, and love was not that mm. right. Mm. And even when we think of Indian people and arranged marriages or arranged marriages of other cultures in the world, it's not about do you love this person. It's mm. about how to build solid political mm. and social and familial and kinship relations. And, it was and actually, then you'll fall in love after. Mm. And, was, and it was actually the, the relationship that were based on love that failed. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah. mm. they, they wouldn't let... Yeah. There's no, there's no foundation. What is it based yeah. on? Because yeah. love won't put food yeah, on yeah, the table. It's, it's, you see when you say that, food. that's such it's a cross stereotype. And, 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 and the love bore illegitimate children. Yeah. Ah. It's... it's mm. That's what, oh, is that what they said. Yeah. And she didn't lie. Yeah. You it's know? like, <laughs> so they, okay, I suppose, let, let, let's just, for me, I just feel like society, as a society, based at a point in time, will create a packaging that can be subscribed to by majority of society to hide the true meaning of a practice. Hubola, for example. I mean, we always talk about this, right? About what? Circumcision. Okay, okay. I always think so too when I think your name, yeah. right? Is the way that we would package it for most people to subscribe to it, even if it's something that is a medical process, we made it a process about that's, that's what it takes to become a man. In today's term, what are the things or the bosses you need to take for us to say you are a man? It might be the fact that you need to control your emotions. In today's climate, that's what a man is. If you can exercise restraint. Suppress. We suppress, because back in the day, a man had needed to show aggression because we were, we were in wars, we were in, so if you are a man that had aggression, which is why Shaga uh, ascended to the throne, right? He never wanted to marry a woman. He said a woman will derail me. In fact, he did away with circumcision because he said I needed more people in the battlefield. And that's why out of Zulus, in terms of um, Nguni tribes, they don't go to the mountain, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of, what I'm trying to say, a lot of times, 
even in total rato, uh, we package something uh, to try to get most people to subscribe to it because it's the right thing maybe for society at that point in time. Mm. Like, uh, um, you know, how we, how we say in Soweto, for example, we even forget that Soweto, we were dumped. But that is destruction culture. Because mm. we are forcing people to embrace an adverse situation about themselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we, we were forcing them to kind of, okay, is there some positivity to this thing? Mm. So now you see how people get chastised. Or, oh, you've thrown your back to the hood. Mm. I was not supposed to be in the hood to begin with. Yeah, yeah. I think different um, historical epochs definitely bring about different trends and people celebrate different things. And I think, um, I mean, perhaps this, what we're talking about now, will become a new kind of epoch where, you know, black women are empowering themselves in different ways and they're realizing that, that being in, you know, being stuck in marriages that are abusive yeah. or marriages where you're constantly being cheated on or uh, have to bear the entire brunt of society, perhaps, you know, women are turning their backs on that notion and are deciding that, you know what, instead of believing in um, a, a life hereafter, a heaven yep. in which I will be rewarded and Get I will live rewards. well, let me actually live happily now. Because when we look as black women, when we look at our peers of other ethnic groups, you know, they're flourishing, they're happy yeah. um, from what we see, right? Flourishing yeah. and happy. And I think it's important that black women also be flourishing and happy. Because I think it's, it's also healthier to grow up in a situation where the mother's happy and the dad is happy and everyone mm. is living great functional lives, you know, yeah. instead of this thing where, you know, we, we constantly praise our mothers or our grandmothers for the hardship they endured in raising us and you didn't have, but you did this. And I mean, we can't keep repeating that story. I'm so yeah. tired of it, you know? Good. And I, I, I just want your personal thoughts because obviously you, you did a in-depth, you know, look into this um, uh, subject and and you just highlighted the realities of it, right? But I, 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 I'm wondering what your personal views as a feminist, do you feel, Hore, this phenomenon as it appears right now is working for or against what the greater cause is? What is the greater cause? I, I would assume is um, women equality, right? Okay. I'm, I'm not necessarily a feminist, so I wouldn't Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just asking what yeah. we're framing greater causes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So greater black cause, greater yeah, women's no, no, no. cause. Great, especially greater black woman women's cause. Women's cause. Because I, I, okay. I feel they they the lost hmm. I think it's working ball. in favor of right yeah. so because there there is another researcher who could have done this work and could have told you guys that oh my god these women are getting AIDS these women are getting abused this mm. thing is a horrible thing which is what all of the literature has done before mm. perhaps mine and some other people's but I'm interested and I think I was saying telling this to Tabang when before the interview I was saying I'm interested in black women's pleasure and joy mm. I'm in that is my focus in life because mm. it's easy to think black women and think, oh, are they being abused? Uh, yeah. Are they being raped? You know, that's what you want to immediately associate mm. black women with. But I know that this is very dangerous terrain. Um, I understand it completely, but also I'm here for adult black women's happiness, joy, and mm. pleasure. So I don't think that it's working against black women at all yeah. because to be an adult and to say, I like this, I don't like that, and therefore I'm going to make these decisions based on what I like. When has that ever yeah. been an issue yeah. for anybody? Or when has that ever jeopardized anybody, right? In the same way that black men 
have decided what they like and don't like and what they do and don't engage with, I don't see that diminishing the quality of black men's life. And perhaps it does later on, but that's a different study. Yeah. But you know. But, but, aren't you, but aren't you afraid that, especially this conversation that highlights the one end of, of, of the sort of relationship, sort of then would um, dilute the very immediate you know, um, concern about maybe the greater um, concern around the, the, the aspects of these relationships where, where a, lot of, a lot of the women who are engaged, engaged in them are the, the, the poverty-stricken, where, where there is a lot of manipulation that happens within the relationships. There is a lot of abuse that, that, mm. that, that does arise. Because I, I, I feel your, your research and, 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 and what you highlight on in, in the thesis shows more of um, the other aspect, but more of an idea of what it should be. Right, but but I, I I sort of feel, and I, I could be wrong, but there could be an another aspect. There could it. be there could be aspects that actually the, work against the movement. Yes, like 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 he said, w women that are that are poverty stricken that stay in these relationships, even if there are the red flags, the re but they yes. decide to stay because of you know other reasons yes. mm. uh, like tuition, like you said, or <clears throat> I need to send money back home and whatnot. When it reinforces the idea, maybe not in them, maybe for a younger woman looking at them, that this is this is what a relationship is supposed it's to supposed look like. Okay. Are, are, aren't you afraid of those kickbacks and repercussions? Mm, no, I'm not. So the reality of black women's lives is that it's bad. Right? Yeah. Black women are abused, black women live in poverty. Currently, the employment stats tell us that it's not only young people who are highly unemployed, but it's the majority black women as well. So our lives as a collective are already a raw deal. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think it's problematic for me to want to focus on this one aspect that could perhaps allow black women some sense of elevation for mm -hmm. their social positions in society. You know, I don't think that's wrong, but also, um, you know, I, I do very badly with kind of hypothetical situations in that, like, it's already bad. Mm. How, how bad can it get, uh, right? Like, yeah, let's yeah, think about South okay. Africa in the yeah, past three weeks and the headlines. It cannot get any worse. And mm. so for me to do this work where I want to highlight these young women who have made particular choices in their lives and perhaps... Um, perhaps want to actually tell other young black women that you know oh, what yeah, you don't yeah, actually yeah. have to date the first man you see just because he looks good mm -hmm. like what else is he bringing to your life what else to is he contributing world. to you think about those things more broadly and then make your decision i don't think there's abs there's anything wrong with that yeah. and and like i said i'm unable to i'm not highlighting um women who are living in poverty because that's been done to death yeah, you know yeah, there are so many studies on women who live in poverty who need airtime who need weaves who need cell phones and therefore have to engage with men in this way i'm and 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 how many women in santon alone are living the kinds of lives that i'm describing in my thesis but they don't get to make it they, no one's writing about them sure. in these like university readings or whatever mm -hmm. because we constantly have to reproduce that yeah black women are poor are going through it are struggling and yes we are but i'd just like to say that as as romantic relationships and heterosexual romantic relationships as vehicles for class mobility if women want to exploit that in this world we're living in i think that's okay okay i can live with that yeah in fact i think it's maybe even important i think so too you know what i'm saying like if you can have 
if you can pair up with someone who respects you, who is decent, who is good, yeah. and you guys can have a nice, wonderful, healthy relationship, and it so happens that, let's say, he can pay your tuition, and you can use your, your money to buy makeup so you can start your YouTube channel. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Why not? Hey? Happiness <laughs> for everybody, I, I, I'm, guys. I'm just wondering what the numbers look like, because I want to... I wanna, I like, want, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how many successful, upwardly mobile black men there are for a lot of these, you know, mm. aspirant ones. Because, because my, my, you know, my initial theory, you know, if, if a man reaches a certain tax bracket, yeah. he should take a couple of women with him. You see, you know, when I was, <laughs> I when I was reading your, your, your thesis, yeah. because we have a lot of knowledge to draw from back where we're from. Yeah. Yeah. But you focus primarily on Johannesburg. Yes, you know, yes, yes. And those are you know, totally different totally. dynamics. But where we're from, it's not the middle class woman that's got everything going for her that's, that's, that's getting together or that's pairing up with these rich men. Yeah. It's always the impoverished, yeah. cute looking girl mm. from out yeah. the back room shack, you mm. know. Yeah. And this guy just came in and, and, and you know, cleaned her up and made her look old, lit, and lamb. And everybody that she sees after him mm. has to be of that caliber. Of that caliber. Yeah. Where she comes from or what she's currently yeah. doing without <laughs> those men, it's really nothing. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. As opposed to the woman that you just described now that's yeah. in Zantin, that's doing things for herself and choosing to date mm. these sort of men. And, and, and the thing is, like, those sort of men aren't, you know, in they the don't grow supply. trees. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they, they don't what, sorry? They, they don't grow trees. Oh, yes. <laughs> and also, I, I wanted to add that, that the upward, the upward mobility of these women, maybe not of their own doing, maybe of their, maybe of their, 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 their interactions with these men, mm -hmm. in terms of them being able to leverage the benefits that come with being with this man, be mm -hmm. it connection, to set be themselves it money, up, mm -hmm. be it, be it being, you know, uh, Excess. introduced to certain mm -hmm. circles, you know, someone that's that's that that's educated or that's in the middle class. Is able is to able to, to leverage mm. those sort of benefits because they already have some prior, yeah. you know, foundational mm. education to be yeah. able yeah. To, to to harness, yeah. the, you know, the benefits that could be gained from, uh, say, a tabang, for example. Mm. But a girl that's from the Ma very bottom of the Ma bottom, like, from she, has, she she she's from she's from nothing. Yeah, it's mm. all pleasant land, my nigga. So 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 all she knows is. Where am I getting the next man? To as give soon me as the, she loses the previous the current one. one. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, but that's also then a failing of our entire society. Mm. It's a failing of our state. And also for the men, because there are men who specifically want to, I mean, the, the one woman in my research, she says, um, Olivia, she did say that, you know, I could tell that this guy, um, felt a way about me coming from a privileged background and I could tell that he would have actually preferred it if I didn't know anything then him taking me to Life Grand Cafe would have been a big deal as if I don't take myself there for lunch so there are men who specifically target women who are impoverished uh, women who don't know anything and that becomes their leverage of power over her to show her this new life and show her these new things and I think then I, I mean I cannot account for that and I cannot speak to what that experience is I do hope to speak to those kinds of men 
men in my later research, but then sure. that question should definitely be laid at the doorstep of men. Mm. Like, why must money make you treat women in particular ways? And mm. why do you have to leave all of the women of your social standing and go for women who are younger and who don't know much about the world you're coming from sure. and, and use that to floss on them and use that? What, what is wrong with you that you are doing that? That's that a mission for you, yes. It's power, my nigga. Which, which, which in fact, you see, when you put it that way, when I was questioning Didi and um, I was saying that, does this lady know the world where Didi is from? Because then there's no relating. Mm. Right. So for us to even call it a relationship... Didi, Didi. Oh, Didi. Yeah, Didi. Oh, Didi. So, Didi. So, oh, but Didi. she does, though. Yeah, oh, because yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe, okay, maybe from, from being born into money. But I'm saying, mm. if I say, yo, babe, I got a big presentation with Steve Jobs, who's a founder, who's whatnot, do you even understand the stress that I'm in? Yes, when you are talking about somebody who's grown in the spoils of money, mm. but somebody who says, my problem right now is I'm needing a financier, I need to restructure this. If I bring this problem in the on the pillow talk, mm. could you, can you relate? I Why did you choose her if she can't relate? You're, you're correct. Yeah. You're correct. I'm saying my supposition is that uh-huh. those relationships, I'm saying they're problematic for that very reason. But then, okay, I see why you would want to say that, but yeah. this is where I keep saying, let's not lose sleep over other people's relationships because these two people decided with no guns to their heads yeah. that they wanted be, to be together. Yeah. And maybe, like, if you want a woman that you can speak about business, pillow talk, yeah. then find a woman who can do that. Yeah. But if, really, you just like the fact that she's light-skinned and she's, you know, her body set up in a particular way, yep. then be with that. But if you yeah. want someone who's got everything, you know, these are all, the things that all of these bases come from choices, right? Sure. You've made this choice. You can make a different choice. And that's why I'm not losing sleep and I don't care and I don't think it's problematic because you've chosen. Yeah. So you're fine. I just don't think the world or society has got enough space for all these choices to coexist. Uh-uh. Clearly yeah. it does because it's happening, no, right? of course. You know, just because something is happening mm. does not mean and just because a gun is not held over somebody does not necessarily mean, as a society, it's something that we should advocate. So in other words, think about when they look at that relationship, because invariably we are not, uh, we are not islands, yeah. right? So from an observed behavior, yeah. right, I would rather be interested if I was a woman to say, how do you not become a 22-year-old mm. dating a 45-year-old? Mm-hmm. I would rather be more preoccupied with that. Mm-hmm. Not that a 22-year-old and a 45-year-old, there's a problem because there's consent and everything else, but I would rather say we as a world must be preoccupied by saying, how does a woman who's 22 years of age, mm. where typically, mm-hmm. even in that age gap, it, it so happens that it's the man who's providing the resource has got much for, far much more life experiences, mm-hmm. because invariably, even if there is consent, even if there's no abuse, mm-hmm. we know there's an element of control and subjugation. Okay, so why is that man who clearly has access yes. to all kinds of things in society, and because he has money, he has access to all kinds of women in society, yeah. why did he make the choice it's to be with someone? Food, yes, so, so is, the problem them not, is the problem then not the man? Yes. And I understand that, that, that we can ask of society, but the truth is we live in a, in a, in a rat-infested, <laughs> amoral, mm. evil yeah. society, yeah. right? So society is never a good reflection or a good um, space of moral ethic for anything. Yeah. So if we really need to get down to the integrity of these two people and how they come together, who is the person, whose responsibility was it to actually just date women his own age? No, no, of course. But what I'm trying to say then is that your position right now, Mm. 
lets a man score free. No, it does not. No, because you are saying you are you 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 are not judging either a 22 year old and a 45 year old for as long as there's no abuse and there's consent. Yes, and the things that I'm not because the things that I none of us are living our lives as role model citizens sure. for everybody else. So the fact that there's another young woman who sees this relationship, let's say between Diddy and Laurie or someone else, and they are idealizing and fantasizing about, it, there's absolutely nothing we can do about that, yeah. and it is not then our moral. Uh, um, it's not on us to do something differently and not live our lives. You know what I mean? Like, they get to a point where it's not our problem. And it yeah. gets to a point where people are making their own individual choices. And I cannot be held responsible that my relationship, whatever it looks like, has influenced someone who comes from a whole different yep. kind of context. It has inspired them to maybe emulate me, you know? It's the same It's the same argument around uh, uh, can celebrities really be held as role models? Those people are just living. It's about you and your background and how you parent your children and what com community this child is coming from. That's what, you know, the, the issue is. I'm glad you mentioned that example because I was going to say, well, as right as it is, how realistic is it though? Because right now, parents are losing influence over their kids. Are losing influence over their kids. Firstly, they can't even discipline them based on the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the, yes, right? Yeah. Abuse and them, and yeah. part of your research study, which is the phone. <laughs> the phone has given a power yes. to, um, to, to children where actually the influence, the influence of the parent, you know, before we used to say, I want to make because he know about who this is wrong. How were you raised? Like, mm. you don't have manners. Mm. Right now, we can no longer squarely put that on the doorstep of parents, because parents are saying there's other intervening forces that actually nullify what I've taught. I'm but not raising this child alone. A, but yes. you chose to be a parent in this time. You chose to give your child a phone. You chose to, t I get it when yeah. parents don't know what to do with their two-year-olds, they give them phones. Now sure. the child is like addicted to screen time. Sure. It really is about you and a, as a parent and what you do and the community you come from. And I agree with you, that's what I was saying. Sometimes things can be right, but not realistic. So today, a parent that does not give their children access to your phone, they create another problem where either the literacy or um, technology, okay. right? So I'm saying, even when you talk about women rising up, unfortunately, whether we like it or not, when you disturb the equation, you'll create a problem somewhere else. So for example, part of the gender-based violence has to do with the fact that the woman is becoming more and more empowered. And we have to be honest in how we frame right. and contextualize that discussion because there are men who feel that the world that they were prepared for, either culturally or religiously, when they then have to take up the role, the rules have changed. The rules of engagement, of engagement have changed. It's the, same, it's the same thing with politicians who go around promising people all sorts of things, but the modern economy has changed. By the time you are fighting in the bushes, and by the time you govern, the rules of engagement have changed. Mm. And then people then say you are a sellout. Simply because what you promised is just not realistic. So when you repeat the word realistic, and we're talking about realism, this is the society we're in. So I'm not sure what you'd like my response to be, because I'm saying this is how things are. Yeah. No, no, I know, I know. I'm, yeah. All I'm saying is that there's how things are, uh -huh. and then saying how we'd like them to be. But society, doesn't work, but society doesn't work hard enough to bring about the world that we want to see, yep. you know? Like, I'm working within the frame. I mean, there are feminist liberation frameworks that I know very well, but unfortunately, we're not going to wake up tomorrow and patriarchy's gone, it's gone white yep. supremacy's gone, capitalism is gone. We're going to wake up in this exact same situation. And so my, my, my mission or my 
purpose or what I'm trying to do is how do you navigate what you are stuck See, in right, right now. now. Okay. And, and, and that's why I've, I've also framed very specifically the kinds of women I'm working with because sure. I don't have the authority just yet to be able to speak about women from poorer backgrounds sure. and the kind of problematics this creates for them. And I acknowledge they are mm. problematics, but the truth is they, because they, as you've said, women have become more empowered and so many men feel emasculated. Yeah. So many women feel uh, that their masculinity is in jeopardy, that these women are earning more, these women can get into cars and drive wherever they want, they can have cell phones, they can have freedom over their own bodies, and it je jeopardizes men's sense of masculinity, sure. and that increases the kind of violence we see in society, sure. right? But we can never say that women being empowered was wrong. We can only say True. that it's a, it's, this is the unfortunate consequence, consequence of something. Yeah. So I can acknowledge that there are unfortunate consequences to the work and the kind of relationships that I'm highlighting, but at the same time, I'm unable to acknowledge them as a negative because I have I've worked so carefully yeah. to delineate that they are not. You know what I mean? And I've worked so carefully to create parameters that okay, I'm speaking to adults, you know, I'm speaking to people in consensual Consenting. relationships, I'm speaking to girlfriends, I'm speaking I've I've made my parameters so very, small very clear, yeah. so I can be able to say what I'm saying with authority. I just don't have authority for anything else yeah. yet. And when I become a doctor, I might, you know, I'll work on it. <laughs> and you must come back here. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. Can I tell you, you didn't, um, and I suppose that's where you were talking about the numbers already, the subgroup that you were obviously, uh, which was a research subject or mm. interest, um, there is no way for us to, to quantify it in the broader mm. subsegment of these things. So if we look at, Okay, maybe let's not say sex work. Um, let's say blessa uh, blessi. These ones you are talking of. These are empowered women that they actually don't need the men's money to survive. Yes. But yes. they are just using it as a criteria or a hygiene factor. Yes. How big of a pool is that? And them as a catalyst, maybe to even inspire others. So, so, so what I what. So the reason why I dedicate the kind of first chapter of my thesis to social media is because everything, a lot of things that happen in the world, we come to know of through social media. Sure. So I don't have the numbers just yet, but in my next study, I will create some kind of way to quantify because I am interested to know how big or small it is. But what I know about social media, and also, I don't know if you saw in my thesis when I had the screenshots, Yes, yes. There's yeah, this. so there's screenshots of this thread, but that thread like reached up to like 800 retweets or so just when I screenshotted it. I don't know where ah, it is now, but what I'm trying point. to say is that ideas spread like wildfire, sure. you know, and and and. I might be sitting at home and I read a thread and that thread could actually change the way I think about things for the rest of my life. Sure. And there is no way to really quantify that. And so I, these are mm. things I need to think about deeply. Um, so, so, in, so when we talk about things being a catalyst, I think social media is such a powerful medium just to get people to think differently. So many mm. of us have gone onto social media and really changed the way we think about life or mm. do things sure. simply from really engaging true. on those platforms. Sure. So I think social media is a very big deal yeah. and it has a very big influence influence on how people are making decisions. Yeah, and those can be negative or positive. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And also someone could be doing something positive and you could take it and apply it in whatever fucked up way you want to because yeah, yeah. that's the thing about choice, yeah. right? You, can, you get like, to do it's, that. It's, it's this is like, the second time I hear you cussing. <laughs> I cuss a lot. It's just I've like been trying to keep it clean. Yeah. I thought you didn't cuss at all. Hold some. I do try to keep it clean because my supervisor might want to listen. Yeah, to and that's the thing. Uh, okay. And that's the thing about um, I suppose social media, where it's a catalyst. So, for example, you may see somebody like um, uh, is, is it uh, is it uh, Meg Game? 
people that were by personality, like Who? people uh, that by personality, the Mac game. Okay. Oh. They ain't got Mac game, right? Yeah. But uh, on social media, they can shoot their shots. Yeah. yeah. Know, and that's something positive for somebody yeah, that actually, easy. if we were told that the only way to actually find romance or love or interaction with a woman would have been, you know, physically going to a party, you know, but you're an introvert, mm. you know, so mm. social media is a catalyst maybe for, yeah. for those type of people that um, for them, like walking up to a woman straight up yeah. was a problem. I could and hit I, your I, inbox. I think that is also beneficial in today's climate because mm. of the fact that in order to approach a woman, you no longer, it's no longer necessary to invade her personal space. Yeah. 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 Which she is may good. choose yeah. Yeah, whether she responds good. or not. Which is, good. Yeah. which is good. Yeah, and so many of the relationships I'm talking about started off on social media or on text. And so these people, the men included, have already understood the rules of engagement mm. already very happy and these are men who like doing it by the way they like buying gifts and like giving money because they just have so much of it anyway mm. and so by the time they are physically in each other's presence and having their relationship all of this stuff has been ironed out they know what they're both doing do you know yeah. what i mean and so social media empowers this kind of relationship because it allows people to talk because if maybe i say something and you don't like it or maybe you think i'm trying to use you for your money whatever you can disengage you sure. know? and if i'm trying to say something and i have a sense that you have a problem with it i could disengage yeah. so by yeah. the time these relationships are conducted in real time people already have an sense agreement. of uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I guess I guess Josie, Josie is, 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 is a good melting pot for, for, sure. for that mm. to happen and we highlight how much you know Johannesburg um, mm. influenced part of your thesis as mm. well so it it, 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 it it works out well here that's where the cool is it yeah is why do you guys keep saying who's from there he's not from there I went to I went to going school but I'm thinking about like but when Matatiela listening to this right now and they're thinking why are we catching stress all of the Matatiela people that I know are very affluent people yeah Matatiela is very affluent nah nah yo they're gonna be yo they're gonna be catching these stress they're gonna, they, they're definitely gonna catch these So, so it, 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 I guess it works well in the, in the context of, of, of Jaws and, 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 and the people who interact on he because obviously so, social media dating and um, mm. dating via apps where and you can already put your preferences. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can already say, exactly. hey. Filters. Like, yeah, you can already filter. Like I shape. like gifts and yeah. money yeah. and yeah. someone still like decides still, to match with you. Yes. That's consent right there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So it, it, <laughs> <laughs> I love when they say if I, I disengage if I see your waiter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, oh if, 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 honestly, if you, if you weren't married and you were talking to a young woman and she's gorgeous, you know, yeah. and you're like, you know, so what do you do? And she's like, you know, um, I, I don't know, I, I mop floors, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe you might be like, oh, honest living, sure, because ah. men tend to do that. Or maybe you might just be like, no. Oh, I want that one because I'm in control. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's why I say, like, and like I say, the, so uh, these pro the, the problematics of these relationships and, you know, with being with men who are older, who have money, we squarely need to ask men, what is it about you and your setup as a human being inside that makes you go for um, the person who is easiest to take advantage I'm of? I'm a product you know? of my environment. Hey? I'm a product of my environment. So patriarchy, again, yeah. is the yeah. problem. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Patriarchy <laughs> but what I do love about what you, the studies about, and I think in, even in the podcast, that's what we try to advance, the concept of unlearning as well mm. and relearning. Mm. You know, it's if I look at, if I was to juxtapose white people 
who are in denial about the fact that black people have arrived in terms of, yes, for now it's political power, but you can't bury your hand in the sand and say um, you have to kind of look at black people different from how you were raised. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. Us as men, it's inevitable. Like the way we relate to women has to change. Yeah. You know, and it's coming. It may not be in our generation, yeah. maybe, but it's changing, especially if you are raising a son, like yeah. all of us are, right? Um, I have to raise a son that I have to be prepared that he might be gay. Yeah. Something that maybe my parents did not have to worry about because of either the setting where they were at, less education. But today, what I speak to my son about, I have to be prepared that I could be raising a gay child. Because if I don't, and I still, you know how they used to say when you were feminine, they'll say, go play rugby. That will toughen him up. Mm. I can no longer afford that stance as a man of today. And I suppose that is the unlearning and the relearning that has to happen even in gender relations. Mm. Yeah. So, so I, I just wonder, Jorge, especially like as, 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 as a dude, I read the, this thing. Jorge, Jorge, how should, as a dude, gay, gay, gay process, like then do, 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 do I enforce myself within patriarchy? Because now I, I, I sort of feel like, yo, I need to be making money out here. Yeah. You know, like. Don't you feel like that anyway? I do. I yeah, but, but yeah, but but more, more so, more so. But, more so. but yeah, more because, so. because because now more so. I'm because because what what usually like um how I've entered relationships uh, recently is more expecting the woman to step up because that's what I've like a lot yes. of the, the the media has been saying. Okay, okay, you know you 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 need to expect more now from you. You know, so I expect 50-50 for my women and whatnot and whatnot. But then, if then the, maybe the, the class of women I, I like to date aren't about that, then it forces me just to revert back and expect less. To further enforce the patriarchy. And, and, and further enforce the patriarchy that I was trying to let go of in the first place. Okay, well, firstly, and this is not to you personally, yeah, but yeah. it is disingenuous for men to have a stance that they are trying to let go of patriarchy. Because mm. that's you saying let me give up all the power I have. No one is trying to do that, you know? Of, of course. No of one course, is really trying to do that. And so... But obviously, I, I don't want to, like, enforce it as, as much as, you know, uh, because I understand the problematic mm. aspects of it. So mm. I don't want to, like, entrench myself with, you yeah, know... But, but, but the thing is that I don't see how being in this kind of relationship would make you have to be more patriarchal. It would. I'm not, how? Because, because I, I, I would have to... It still enforces the notion of me having to be a provider, which yeah. is a patriarchal concept. Concept. And, okay. and, and, and everything that comes with it. Because yeah. now I provide, I make the decisions, I'm... I'm because, I, you know what, I think that you, it has to be like one or the other, right? So if you are trying to, let's say, disengage from patriarchy as a person, mm. and you are saying you're expecting this 50-50, or you'd like to be in a partnership where there is 50-50, mm. then you really have to uh, interrogate what your 50-50 is. Mm. And what, so what kind of labor are you doing? Are mm. you the primary? Because um, you said you all have sons, right? Yeah. So are you a primary parent? Are you a primary caregiver? If you have an infant, are you waking up the most to feed the child? You know, are you doing all the diaper changes? There are, there's so much that goes into the domestic, sexual, emotional, cognitive labors of being a woman with a, a, a man that I don't know if that 50-50 would even be a 50-50. Do you know what I mean? I, like, know, I get you. So uh, yeah. So would 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 even doing away with patriarchy actually based on our differences, especially biologically? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would, certain would, things just just would, don't allow me to. 
would, would that even make sense? So yeah. you and your partner, as people, uh, so from the beginning, the relationships that I'm highlighting, these are people who have decided together mm. that this is what we're doing. Mm. You are giving me gifts. I'm giving you support and love and my femininity or whatever the hell that you decide, right? These mm. two adults decided. So you, in your relationships, decide what it is. I don't think it's enforcing more patriarchy, but if really we are in a situation where, let's say, you earn more and and I earn less, then, you know, why, why would I be paying the most in the household? Uh, why, why would I be paying for dates? And why, if you make the most money? But also, if you really love me, why are you trying to make me pay for everything? <laughs> like, you know, I, people love each other in different ways and love languages and all of the rest. But I mean, it's even when you guys were talking about connections and business connections and that kind of thing. I'm thinking if someone genuinely loves you and they want to see you succeed, then they'll introduce you to their business contacts and whatever, whatever. You don't even have to be hustling him because he loves you so much. He's going to make sure that you get all of that. Yeah. So it's if, 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 if relationships are about giving and people are giving what they can, I'm not seeing how patriarchy is more reinforced. I guess I, I, I guess it's just the, the the mental notion of it. Like like it, 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 it's so it's so hard. Like if I if I am literally sort of like um, taking care of you, especially financially in that way, it, it, it's it's really hard for me to to mentally disengage over the fact that I'm I'm dominant over you. Do do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Okay, okay, I'm like your livelihood is dependent on me. especially because finances form such a an important part of, of human society yeah because, because 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 we, we can we can speak about all the you know labor um that, that's inherent within relationship it could be emotional or mm. whatever like like on, on yeah, the, the yeah, previous yeah. episodes we we're talking about unpaid work you know that sure. women do mm. that actually mm. allows men to go and make it into the world yes. when there's a woman at home raising yes, the kids. Yes, yes. Yes. but that is work Yes. But it's that's not, work too. It's but not it's, compensated. But yes. it's not paid. Yes. You know, yes. It's, it's unpaid work. And that's work, the problem. You know, yes. and, and how, yes. and how, <laughs> and how 95%, 95% of the work that we're doing as a human society yeah. is actually unpaid work. Yes. yes. Which, which the woman which, handle. Which, which the woman okay. um, I'm glad you doing. guys are acknowledging you know, that. But, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think that because money is such an important concept, yeah. whenever it's mentioned, mm. the it's bells, the bells start ringing. Start ringing. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Because also no one ever wants to feel like this person wants me for my money. That's sure, a horrible feeling, sure, right? Sure. And you want to, because you, you, you know, you're this person who's developed this personality over your lifetime. You are an interesting person. You are a complex person. Sure. You do have important things to say. And you don't, you, no one ever wants to feel like, oh, this person wants me because, you know, I'm light-skinned or they want me because I have an afro or they want me because I have money. Pretty, no yeah. one ever wants that. You want to be engaged as your full self. Yeah. Sure. But I, I, so I guess, and I know that that is the the triggering thing about my work yeah. and that's why people who have not engaged my work respond as they do to my work yeah. but you know I have this I have to do this work like I yeah. feel called to do it I no, feel no, like no awesome. one can do it like I do it because I respect black women and so that's where I lead yeah. from whereas other people don't respect black women so they're going to reproduce all of the other nonsense um, but I think that we are all in agreement mm. um, it's just that you know they, they are there are problematics, there are concerns, there are issues, but I think that is the same with anything in yeah. the world, really. Do, do tell me, though, do you as a person believe that there are clear, specific gender roles? So, I'm actually, oh, I'm in such an interesting space because I'm thinking deeply about that right sure. now. Because um, I don't have... Because I, I, I came up as a feminist, like I've been a feminist since I was 17 years old um, and very hardened in my stance. And then I find myself recently just 
thinking differently because I do want to be a housewife, right? Like, sure. So, so I'm like, how am I going to do that? Yeah. Uh, how am I going to make those things work? Um, and, and I want to marry a man. How am I mm. going to make that work? Mm. And so maybe gender roles... Because in, in any kind of society, there are divisions of labor, right? Yeah. And even or hierarchies. Hierarchies, divisions of labor. When you think about the Indian caste system, whatever surname or whatever region you were born into determined the work you did. Yeah. You know, And I believe even with us as black people, our surnames kind of, they tell you what a person did or sure. in society, right? So divisions of labor are real things. But I think that, so I cannot say that they are biologically determined gender roles because the fact that transgender, asexual, uh, intersex people all exist really does mess up the notion of there being clear gender roles. Yeah. So it's not something I believe in, but I think that it's for each person to decide. And sure. if you're in a relationship or relationships, to decide with those people what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, in conclusion, guys, or do you want to <laughs> carry on? <laughs> because I, I, I just want to conclude. Because yeah, we have... because I, I, I honestly came here to argue. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can't. Yeah, me. I, I, me too. I, 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 I was, I was, I was cooking. Yeah. Only, only to find that I'm in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was why I was framing my question that way uh -huh. is sometimes um, our behaviors could be as a response to something, and could be a response to something that went wrong that mm -hmm. was right before. Mm -hmm. So it's like how somebody says, "We have now forced women to be men," right? Like. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm putting it in a more problematic way. So in other words, if you looked at that video that I shared, Diakredo Mutua, who was saying the way that a woman was idolized and, and, and cared for, not cared for because she was subjudicated, cared for because that's just how much respect she commanded. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then there was abuse of that power, mm -hmm. right? So because it was that abuse of power, uh, that's how the, obviously the alias concept of um, uh, patriarchy started, right? Hore, in, in African societies, a woman was like, that's why about Unko Sigazi was like, you were bigger, like, as a feminine spirit was like regarded as bigger, mm. right? And then obviously, as time went on, men stopped playing his role, which is why I was asking about uh, gender roles. That men started running away from either running away from responsibility or started abusing power, right? And by abusing power, invariably, you then made women start doing things that they were never used to doing or expected to do? Such as? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mm. can't agree with where you're going because it's, it's, not so, it's not only about what men and women were doing, it's also about all of these great global transformations taking sure. place, right? Mm. And so, you know, the migrant labor system comes yeah. along and men have to be at mines and a lot of, you know, so much is happening, Jay, yeah. in, 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 and, and from all angles, right? So I don't know if we can kind of simplify it to that, but like, I think, yeah, the world has changed incredibly and people have had to adapt themselves to the changes but there is no idealistic way to look at it that's why i'm saying at the end of the day people just have to in their own relationships decide what they are and are doing because it's very difficult to speak for the collective because it's yeah. such a yeah. mess yeah. everywhere you look you know? it's a big mess yeah it's a big mess yeah. it's a big mess hence hence i wanted to just conclude that the, especially on this blessy blessy blesser yeah. Uh, aspect as to what you had hoped your work would would highlight uh, and achieve. Know. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Nothing really, um, mm. because you can't do that, right? You can't yeah. decide what the work is going to be. Mm. So all I knew is that 
everywhere I look, this blesser blessy thing. There was a point, guys, in South Africa, I think, like, there was a point where blesser became the word of the year. 2016, mm. blesser was the word of the year, according mm. to Google. Mm. It was in everybody's lame joke. It was everywhere you looked. Mm. It was a terrible time. Um, and so I was interested in the fact that, you know, the punchline of this joke is yeah. the black woman, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and when you Google Amanda Gedle right now, with Serge, I mean, I went to Moloko for research. I went to the nightclub and Serge was there throwing money, money. in the air because he was having, he's got blesser nights. So he's obviously um, financially benefiting from this notoriety. Whereas when you Google Amanda's name, there were actual uh, articles around how she died. And she's not dead. But how cruel to then go and make up this big rumor that this person has died because of the fact that she represents something that you don't like. And so the way society treats women and men who engage in this thing is very different. And I was interested, and that's why I didn't have, I wasn't speaking to men. I was interested in women who do this. And what is your story? Because the media keeps, you know, producing this trope, Mm. who are you and what are you doing? Mm. And that's what I got. And that's why I say where I started it is not where I ended it, because I thought I was going to find women who are, you know, completely sassy and who are perhaps engaging in transactional sex or whatever. I found sassy women, but I found smart women, women who care about themselves and are interested in self-preservation and interested in their future and how it's going to look. And so every decision they make from the universities they go to, the friends they have, to the boyfriends they have, all of that fits into line with the vision they have for themselves mm-hmm. and I think that's a beautiful thing and so that's what I ended up wanting to right, highlight right, right. I agree I know, I know it's, and it's, I can it's, live yeah, with no, it it's pretty dope so, so where do you want to take it from here then I want to do my PhD yeah. well I am doing my PhD and I want to open it to all ethnic backgrounds okay. right because I keep saying why are people only focusing on black women yeah. hey I have an opportunity to ask white women yes. how are you guys dating yes. Yes. you know yes. would you date a person who is a cleaner mm. you know you know of course well, you know what I'm saying? Just my bias. So, so I'd ask. So I want to speak to all yeah. ethnic backgrounds of women, and I want to speak to men. You know, because I yeah. do know fancy men who do fancy things, and I'm interested in like when you date women who look particular ways mm. and who do particular things. When you date only what, makeup what artists or yeah, models, what, what what's going on there? You know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I want to expand, and so all of these questions we've had, like the numbers, you know, mm. and what about poor women? I want to be able to answer those questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'll be really interested to hear the notions of the men. Mm. You know, do you see a book coming? Yeah. Because that feels like it's a yeah, yeah, that's where that we're would, going. That, yeah, that would be dope. That's where we're yeah, going. That. And and also what I'd like to do is if I can get to a point where, I mean, because to, be, uh, to receive your doctorate is to be an expert on something. And when I speak about the work I do, I say I'm researching love and digitality. So I'm interested in social media and its intersections with love and its intersections with capitalism. But I want to be able to show everybody that this is normal. Mm. Right, and we might not like our normal, but it is our normal, mm. and I just want people to acknowledge that because if not, we keep producing a stereotype around black women that's yeah. very dangerous. Whereas everyone is throwing the stone and hiding their hand and blaming black women, yeah. and that's not right. In uh, fact, a penny just dropped for me, mm-hmm. and I think it's a an art of listening because all too often I kept on using the word you are advocating. Mm. Right, because sometimes when you advocate, it's like you are saying, "No, shit is happening." And then she says she's not yeah. advocating. That was very important. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not advocating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because I don't Then we don't fight. I think for me, and I think for me, that's that's where the defining moment. It's so funny that it actually comes to the to the letter end because I kept coming with the mind of, like he says, arguing. You know, I have a stance. No, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, no, for lack of a better way. Highlight. But I agree when you say, even when you were saying, you may say this and this, but I am saying, I'm showing you what is happening and what you have to deal with. And every woman that's coming into the space, they are coming not to an ideal. They are coming to what is happening. And this is how they ought to be navigating the space. Mm. Yes. Which, 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 yes. Which, and every woman who makes this choice must be respected yeah. because we're, we shouldn't be losing sleep over what women are <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. Word, we shouldn't. Word, 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 Life word, is sure. too busy for yeah, that. Word, word. Yeah, word, word. I, I don't know how pressed for time you are. Um, <laughs> I'm still okay, I think, yeah. yeah. You're, you're still a little bit okay. No, no, because I just want to general, general view of things, because we discussed the work. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, now, now, um, obviously now, I'm, I'm just a bit curious now, just your, your, in light of everything that's been happening in social media, because a lot of your work, obviously, you know, researches, you know, what people do with their phones and mm-hmm. whatnot, and I... You know the 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 sort of conversations that have been happening online with regards to gender-based violence and everything. I don't know if you've been paying attention have, have. and how women have been reacting, especially over their phones, mm-hmm. over these conversations. I I I don't know what are your takes with regards to those, and oh. and, and 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 the shift that we sort of seeing and and how men are reacting to it. I don't know if you have any thoughts. With- um. Sure. Well, I mean, I think women are doing what we've always done, which is to speak about how we're affected by gender-based violence. Mm. Women have always done that. Mm. It's just that the shift right now is with men. Men are, I mean, even though it's like, come on, gents, we can do better. Like, even though that's a lot of what's happening, Mm. perhaps this recent spate of violence Mm. is making men re-interrogate things more Mm. deeply perhaps you know so I don't know if that is enough to change the wheels of society Mm. and this like mess we're in I don't know if it's enough to get us out because we do know that women don't harm themselves Mm. so it solely is dependent on men to decide whether they're going to harm us Mm. or not Mm. Um, but on social media I see that men are uncomfortable and I wish they could be uncomfortable every day I wish that every interaction they have with a woman they could deeply interrogate it and make sure that at every step of the way they're not just living carefree because we women are not living carefree. I'm constantly having to assess my level of danger with any man that I'm with at any point. And so men must constantly assess, am I being a danger to this woman right now? Should I rather walk away? If she's in this lift by herself, let me take the stairs so I can just lessen the threat in her life. So I just want men to start to take it to a more cognitive level and live in the way we're living too. And perhaps that'll help us. I, 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 I think with the advent of social media, it just amplified maybe that conversation that you mentioned that women have always been having because I haven't been seeing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, before social media, I haven't been seeing women talking or, or, or literally telling me, okay, niggas are being problematic or whatever. Yeah, if, or whatever, if it wasn't whatever. for social media, If it wasn't really for know. social media, I wouldn't know. But... Okay. We grew up in the era... Well, I don't know how old y'all are, yeah. um, but I'm very old. So we grew how up in the you? era... 28. Ah, you are. We're at the same age, yeah? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, no? I'm, I'm, how old are you guys? I'm, I'm, I'm 37. 37? Yeah. 32. 32. Yeah, we're slightly older. How old so are you? I'm 32. Too. 32. Okay, cool. But we we did grow up in the era of like um, Soul Buddies mm. and Soul City. Yes. Um, and so even though these conversations weren't being had by specific women in our lives, mm. we do have like family members who've been in particular situations. We've seen women crying, surely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but I think the difference, yeah. there, the difference there is it, that it wasn't anger. When, we were watching, when we were watching those things, mm. it wasn't things that we were personally experiencing. These weren't real people. Mm. As opposed oh. to social media where 
you know, it's, okay, it's, it's real people and yeah. people you know. Person yeah. saying yeah. That. Not a character. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not a character. And, and, Whereas back where I'm from, you know, you'd hear, mm. okay, maybe in Dadwa, wa mama or shapa, yeah. But it wasn't prevalent, you know. Okay. It was always that. Oh no! Oh, even like if you, a, a whole year or two could go mm. by with, without you having heard mm. that somebody's being abused, okay. or you know, and 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 the connecting, you know, of 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 women relating on social media. Okay, yo, I can actually relate to that. Like yeah. I experienced, you know, groping in a in a train, for instance, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And 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 you see the connecting stories of of of, of women relating to and uh, to these stories of. Um, it's just men violating, basically. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it just highlighted for me the how 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 um, deep the problem is. Okay, I, I actually see thought, what you mean. yeah, I actually thought it was just surface level, like I back complain, like the way I complain on that day. Yeah, and then you read you read the newspaper articles, you know, mm. and it's always Johannesburg. Yeah, it's like, like ah, you know, like, yeah. like like you know, a woman found dead in a house. At the hands of a man, or like it was always so far, far away moved, from yeah. from us. So never close to home. Like mm. it was never us picking up a, a, a newspaper mm. and seeing a story that happened right in your back mm. yard. You know, it was mm-hmm. okay. And social media actually like it, it it brought it closer to the station. Like this is happening everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, and mm. it's, and it's, everyone is doing yeah, it. Yeah, and it's 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 it's, it's kind of hectic. So, so you, 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 you like that. You like the fact that it's, 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 it's more out. Um, yeah, yeah, because it has always been it's prevalent. Always been, it's just yeah. that perhaps people's proximity to it has not always mm. been the same. You know, as you guys are saying, you know, perhaps you weren't hearing of it often enough. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, there is a thing called respectability and shame, mm-hmm. where people who are victims of certain things yeah. are socialized to yeah. suppress those things. And you're not going to, you know, yeah. tell the world that you're being abused. You're actually going to try and work it out privately. Sure, um, sure. And and obviously we know of police officers who turn people away mm. and so maybe there aren't even that many arrests mm. and it doesn't get to become a problem in yeah. the way it should be mm. so I do like the fact that these things are being spoken about because the truth is from being a young girl and mm. being told at four years old to cross your legs you're not mm. being told to cross your legs for your health you're yeah. being told to cross your legs so that an older man or a man or a boy does not see you as a victim a to violate measure. right mm. it's a pro- so from our like youth from our childhood we are constantly taught these preventative measures that are sometimes come in the form of respectability like oh sure. if a, la- a lady should do this that but packaging. sometimes yeah but sometimes it's actually about you know um, keeping yourself from being a victim to mm. a man mm. and so if this is what our entire lives have been defined by yeah. then i think it is time for men to get uncomfortable mm. too yeah yeah, yeah. and and uh, how do you hope that the the uncomfortability because men men react <laughs> differently Uncomfortability to discomfort. Yeah, to discomfort. Mm. Like, like, um, I, I, I don't know if, if, if what woman, yeah, because, because I, I felt like that thing yeah. was a bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if, if what woman would want to see in what uncomfortability looks like in us is what we. Because look I can at really think is. like, like a man being in a discomfortable. Like uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. That that doesn't look good to me. Yeah. And that doesn't well, look I'm good for the woman. Just, just, just for, for for the mere fact that I associate violence with men. With a man. That's uncomfortable. So, so if you say if he's uncomfortable, that's even worse. Like, it well, I'm obviously I'm not talking about yeah. any discomfort that will lead to violence. I'm talking about like I made the example. You're about to get onto a lift. It's 7 p.m. You're about to get onto a lift. There's one woman in there. 
be uncomfortable with the notion that I'm going to step into here and she might feel that I'm violating her. She might regard me in a particular way. I don't want her to think I'm that kind of man. Like, I'm hoping Guti is tunes. It will matter to you so much that you'll say, I don't want to make her feel uncomfortable. I want to think for her as well. And the fact that she just wants to get home safely and I might be a threat to that. Let me take the stairs or wait for the next elevator or take the next elevator. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. That's what I mean, yes. Because I'm never, ever, ever talking about a discomfort that would lead to violence. I'm talking about the discomfort yeah. and you're going to think twice yeah. and you're really going to analyze the situation. You're going to have an emotional intelligence yeah, about yeah. how you conduct yourself yeah, and you're going to think before you do things. No, no, I agree with that. It's like if a woman comes into yeah. a lift. I, I, I went to a meeting in Santin during the week and there was three ladies and they were saying, no, challenge, oh, there's three of us, so you can't do anything. Oh, my God. Right? No, no, but I understand what they meant. Yes, as in I, the fact that they even yeah, verbalized yeah. that, right? So it's almost like saying, if I know the climate that we live in, so if a woman walks in, let's say I'm alone in the lift, I may wanna keep myself busy with my phone even if there's nothing there, simply to keep away eye contact that's so conscious mm-hmm. on her. Yeah, yeah because, because Shift I'm, the energy. I'm thinking about how I would deal with, because me not getting into the lift is not top of mind. Mm. Exactly. If anything, I would get into the lift, right? and not do anything, which yes. I wasn't going to do anyway, anyway. Yeah. Yes. just to show her that I wasn't a threat. Mm. Yes. You see, that's my train of thought. Yeah. Whereas, what you're saying is, you. what you're no, saying is yeah. my entrance into the lift, or just my appearance. It could be a definite threat. It's, it's, that's, what, that's not what I'm thinking. Yeah. My thinking is I need to show you that I'm not a threat. Yes, yes. And a lot of women will But you interpret it the, differently. Yes, yeah. and a lot of women will stay in the lift and indeed, oh, he was a good guy, he did mm. nothing, yay. But how many women don't get to say yeah. that? Because no, no, no. Mm. But also, besides you know? doing nothing is what you expect of life. Yeah. Like, I expect that another person will walk in just like if it was a woman. Yes. But I'm saying your yes. behavior as well. So I must also not look like I'm checking you out. Yeah. Mm. Or what I'm saying is subconsciously distract myself. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you look the other way. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. So that I just shift the energy in the room. Yeah. So that she doesn't feel like... So that she doesn't feel... Yes, the fact that might, nothing might happen, that's what she expects. Yeah. But the fact that she must say, imagine now I'm sizing her, or even... Mm. Like, like there's mm. such personal... So which floor are you going to? Yeah, oh, do yeah. I even tell him the right floor? But yeah. I'm thinking in my head, I'm making small checks. And men do that. Yeah, yeah, and men do that. Yes, yeah. and, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, because it, it's not something you guys have had of to grow up with yeah, and think yeah, about. Yeah. You're just being a human yes. being, mm-hmm. so, and there's yeah. another human being, yeah. and you're making conversation. Yeah. Really, it is a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we can do that out there, and we can chat or whatever. But there are certain spaces. In fact, all spaces I would say, but maybe more spaces, other spaces more than others, yes. like a lift, like a stairwell, like a dark office, where like perhaps you just really have to reorient yourself to like you the know, dynamics you know I was saying to Des a while back in the earlier seasons who's Des you guys De- 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 oh because he said Tivello right yeah, his oh name is, yeah he used to serve as Tivello yeah, yeah. he really did he never Someone. does that yeah, no yeah. I did because because she was Lebo Hang so yeah. when she walked in I said oh, so I deliberately introduced him as Tivello we were talking about like like um the dynamics of macking and approaching women yes within this current climate mm. and and how they've been so vocal about how much they just like to be left, left, left alone, alone. Mm. yeah you know me. and i mentioned earlier that the social media space has has brought about that opportunity to be able to approach a woman without having to invade a personal space, space. Yes. Yes. yes yes and and that's really been like my train of thought for the longest time yeah. so even if i were to walk into a lift you know and i found her attractive um and i, I may have wanted to speak to her mm. 
But like I decided a long time ago just to leave women yeah. alone. Yeah, but but now that that's the yeah. thing. I, and I think you know, and and maybe it, it might not be. It might not have been what she may have wanted at that time. Yes. But because I'm afraid to look like. Like one of those. The guy that Typically, violated yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. But the, the only difference is that I don't refrain from getting into yeah. the lift. I yeah. am getting into the lift. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm making it a point that I am mm. leaving her. Which is like um, a lot of the conversations I have with my niggas as well. Okay. I mean, when we talk about where we meet our girls, right? Because I've been telling niggas, like, yo, I've been meeting, you know, I met my current girlfriend through social media. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not out here in the streets making. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But my, my boys are still out there in the You're streets not bothering women on the street. Yeah. I'm not bothering women in the streets because I can make on social because media. Because you feel like social media has an opt-in. Yeah. So, so you know, it's, it's, In a way, there's yeah. an opt-in and opt-out. Like you were yeah. saying, if I disengage, I already know that yeah. that's a tree not to bark. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it has, a, without it making you look disrespectful. Yes. Yeah. But I imagine I, I come up and pull up a chair in a restaurant where you're sitting alone. Yeah. And I'm just... Yeah. Like, bro, what am Try I doing? Like, yeah. 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 Which, is, which is the... Uh, which is what most men are doing. A yeah. highlight yeah. where you So if, if, if I didn't do this... Then how would I would meet women? Yeah. Well, if I don't do this, if I if, if I don't go to the lift and spark conversation or check you out, and, and I agree with her concept of being yeah. uncomfortable because think about if when you and, and I really care when you say men should be uncomfortable and maybe another way of saying be uncomfortable say have a moment to think or given this climate will I still act like the men that the same way as yesterday? So for example, yeah. a simple act of saying, oh, should I give you a lift after the recording? It's no longer a courtesy. I'm so uncomfortable about extending even a courtesy. I don't do that. Right? Yeah, because yeah. You, you already think that. Because <laughs> you know might, what you can she say. She might yeah. think that yeah. you're here to, to harm. So you simply reframe it and you say, are you cool getting home? Yeah. Do you, are you, is your transport sorted? Are you yeah. fine? Yeah. You know? And then if she says, no, can I call you an Uber? Or if you don't mind, can I give you a lift? Yeah. Right? And then she then has, she can make that decision and it's not sprung up on sure. her. You're not going, can I give you a lift? Yes. You're saying, are you sorted yeah, no, to get home? Yeah, yeah are you sorted to get home? Yeah. So you just change your questions. You change the language. Yeah, reframing, yeah. And, and she, she has a moment to think and say, well, yes, I do. Thank you. I've got a lift. Or, oh, well, I actually don't. Mm. And then you can come up with options and then you can think about it together instead of just springing it up on her. You know yeah. what I mean? And the way I, I read being uncomfortable, I now say, based on how I used to behave, it's like you've given, it's like, you know, computer, you've given me two more windows to go through. Mm. Or... or, or Interfaces mm-hmm. that I've never had to, and that's why we talk about you're going to be uncomfortable. And that's also work which people might not be willing to do. That's mm. uncomfortable is being doing because extra like, work. Like yo, I'm not here to harm, so yeah. why do I have to? <laughs> yeah, but but then the, but know, that's the, the thing. That's yeah. the thing about compassion and empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are a human being who has empathy, you can understand why you need to ask particular particular questions or change your behavior in a particular mm. way. And yes, indeed, maybe you are not going to harm at all. But because you have empathy, you are thinking, how could she possibly feel in this perceive moment? This. How could she perceive this? Yes. And how could I alleviate her fear? Because sure. it's a it's a fear for your life, guys. Sure. It's yeah. a fear for your very life. Sure. And so, and that's a very big deal. So if you can be so compassionate and so good as a human being as to put yourself in her shoes and extend a courtesy, please do it if you can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 think, I, think, I think it's a lot of the introspection that niggas need to do, you know? Like, women Precisely. aren't even... Precisely, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even think, like, women need to be... Like, that. Like we just need to, like... You know, uh, introspect <laughs> ourselves. Once again, once again, stop, 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 
stop seeming threatening. You know what I'm saying? Like, really do uh, think about everything that um, Lebang has, has, has highlighted every day for yourself. Um, when you enter uh, an Uber, like, yo, take the back seat or whatever. Like, like Why would they? Wait. Oh. Like oh, Uber pool? Oh, the driver. Like New York? Yeah, the driver, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just you finding another passenger. I thought like, Uber pool, because they oh, do no, that no, in no, New York. Oh, no, no, no. Like, now you get a lot of... Women drivers? Yeah, women oh, drivers. I don't even I've, use I've Uber. I'm not yeah, messing yeah, with Uber. Yeah, just yesterday, when I called uh, an Uber, it, it, it was a woman. Yeah. And then when I noticed, I was like, yo, do I sit in front? Because I usually sit in front, right? Yeah. Yeah, but because it was a woman, I was like, okay, let me just sit in But then back. also sitting in the back might be seen as threatening. Cause the thing is that, and I, which is why I was going to tell you, like, yeah. maybe we should seem less threatening. You, there's no way. You cannot uh, seem less threatening. Yeah, it's just the body you were born into. Uh, you you uh, are threatening. Uh, yeah. um, and all you can do to seem less threatening is not abuse people. Yeah. But of course, like you're saying, the front or the back, those then come down to the minutia of your own decisions mm. of how you're moving everyday life. Yeah. But at least you've thought about it. Yeah, yeah. That's and and, and I, I'm, I'm advocating for all these motherfuckers. Does, does your vocab come from your studies? No, I just like reading. She's a minutia. Hey, I'm my day. <laughs> what is minutia? Like the, the minute, 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 minute. For someone that reads, I, I, I would assume. That <laughs> hey, the minutia. I haven't seen minutia anyway. Minutia. <laughs> I, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. As a feminist, do you believe some of? Because um, I think maybe the, the definition of feminism might be very loose on social media. Mm. You know, maybe it might be from where I'm, where I'm standing, like it's easy for people to say, I'm a feminist. Um, do you feel like feminism is pro properly represented, articulated, and defined? Ish, because on social, on social media. media. On social oh media. My God, on social media. I will media. say yes, because, and that's why at the very beginning of our discussion, I said womanhoods and feminisms, because there is no one feminism. Mm -hmm. um, feminism is a, a political ideology that has been adapted by the people who need it most. Mm. So you have Muslim feminists, right? Mm. And so perhaps a, a, a feminist coming from the West would want to argue against the wearing of the hijab. Like, you know, this is clearly wow. male domination. Why are you doing that? But a Muslim feminist must say, this is the best way for me to articulate my faith. And so what you're seeing as a, um, a tool of my oppression is actually a tool of... A sense of pride. Of, a sense of pride and like it's a sustains my humanity, you know? So th for every group of people who are experiencing a particular thing, there's a feminism to address them. Um, and so I think it is articulated and defined and practiced well if we're moving from that premise. If you're trying to move from there being one essential feminism, then of course that we cannot say that sure. that is happening. But I think feminism serves the people who need it most. And it changes as you change as a person. But the baseline is that women must be free. Mm -hmm. Queer people must be free. And if we're moving from those two premises, then we're good. Okay. All right. All right, man. Um, I don't you with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been, pro you've been properly shut up this episode. You, been quiet, you've been like, properly shut the fuck to, up. I have nothing to dispute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, I, and I, I like to see it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like... I'm not usually quiet. Okay, okay. <laughs> I can't say I don't like the, the branch of feminism that you see on social media. It's just that sometimes it can be, I guess, I guess it, it's not palatable. Right? Yeah, I just don't like the one that's, that's, that's based on, on men bashing. Yeah, it, it, it borders between misandry. 
Yeah. Guys, do men not deserve to be bashed though? At yeah, the rate yeah, we that we're bad. dying, yeah, we you know? So for yeah, me, yeah, as, long, I don't, I don't, as long as you're not dying, like, I don't think, uh, like, I, I don't think it's beneficial to anyone. Yes, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I, was I don't gonna think say it's, ben- it's beneficial to no, anyone because if you try, if you're trying to push forward a certain cause, mm. you know, and the people that could be your allies, maybe a certain minute group within the group that you consider as the enemy, you know, could. <laughs> Help further him <laughs> on your cause, yeah. but you share on them too, and you so combative against each and every one of them. Yeah. Like nobody wants to. Like, but, yeah, but yeah, it was again. Fuck it. Fuck no, it. no, no. But it cannot be contingent on how another person behaves, whether you're going to be a good human being or not. So it can't be me practicing my feminism in a way that's just. Dis- Tasteful that makes you say fuck it. No, but it I disagree. Yes, it is going to be because no. it's, it's human. It's I human do. Human it's human. Let me make yeah, an example. Yeah, because that's I was, I was, I was, I was having a discussion with my wife about black business, right? About how we know that black business is on the back burner in terms of economic status and power and all those things, right? Mm. But when you then deliberately go out to support black businesses mm. and they let you down because they don't have the infrastructure, the management systems are not on point, right? And it's so easy for us to then bash them. Mm. So, yeah. ooh, right? Mm. To then say, can you arrive at a place where I can equally chastise you as much as I support you? Mm. Because that's what made white business better, right? And I was thinking about I, I then used another example with her. I went to a restaurant yesterday. I'm like, here's a person giving me bad service. Do I just not give them a good tip? But even if I do that, will the message land? Mm-hmm. Right? So what I did is that I, was, I will give you a good talking to and a good tip. Because I force you to reflect. Because the first thing you want to expect, ooh, a new darky who's come up on our yellow because I get a stick side shop. So you already expect that I'm going to mistreat you and actually give you a better tip. So what, what I'm trying to do is that I'm forcing you to then go reassess in a very honest way, rather than be combative. Mm. Yeah, like fuck you. Yeah. Okay, so that stake right there was not a matter of life and death. I understand your yeah. example, but I just want to say that there is a space for something called righteous anger, and righteous anger, righteous wrath, righteous rage has fueled many, many a revolution sure. and fueled many a political freedom. So if you guys happen to encounter feminists online who are fucking tired and angry and exhausted, and who knows victims of what abuse in their lives, okay? And if and you meet this feminist and she's angry today, I I don't see why that will completely, you know, dishearten you to the cause of feminism when there are so many feminist voices in the world that perhaps are not that. I think it's important to let people have their anger and their rage because we don't know where they're coming from and what they're dealing with. There was a point when if it was not students, it was black people, you know, um, burning things, burning tires, necklacing, all of that. And all of, necklacing is a horrible concept. It's a horrible concept. But in those uh in a state Times. of emergency where policing has completely fallen apart and people are actually betraying you to the apartheid government and your comrades are being hanged and your only solution right now is to necklace people, I see how righteous anger got you there. And so I don't, I don't think it's okay, I, and I cannot excuse that you guys, you know, came across a few feminists online who bashed men a little bit and you don't know where they're coming from. That, that woman did not put a gun to your head. She did not, she no, did not burn down your house. Understandably yeah, so. But, but so. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you, it, it, it shouldn't be expected, or maybe it's not, for mm. the for the opposing party to understand where you're coming from. Mm. Disengage. It's like, it's like it's like when you it's like when you when you harm my sibling, 
mm. you know, and he might have wronged you. Mm-hmm. He might have wronged you, and mm. you you might have been really rightful in how you reacted mm. to mm. to him, mm. right? But to me, in that moment, it doesn't matter what he did or what she did. Mm-hmm. The mere fact of the matter is, you beat my little brother up, mm-hmm. and as a result, you're gonna pay. Yeah, you know, you you're gonna pay for those for those repercussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it 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 really it it really like like the 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 how you approach. How you approach that situation in a combative stance mm. doesn't do well for anyone in that in that situation. Okay, it doesn't, but yeah, it, but it, and, and and maybe and, and if it doesn't, does it then matter yeah. that it doesn't? Yeah, and, and especially in the social does, media, does it matter that it's not beneficial? Mm. Are you gonna say to the woman who you don't know, whose life story you don't know, who you don't know what the hell she's dealing with, for her to say those things? Are you gonna tell her not to be angry? No, 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 I'm not, no, no, I'm not no, going no. to tell her that. Yeah, yeah. So just I'm disengage. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going yeah. to tell her not to oh, be oh, angry. Oh, 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 and um, th- th- that's the thing, like with the with the conversations uh, around these issues on on, on social media, mm-hmm. because that that that's what we've been doing. Like a lot of us been doing that. We've been disengaging because yeah. because because the conversations have been combative. But then and then you get shitted on for being quiet because you you have disengaged because you know what it means to say something and when even, you even, even if you even yeah. if you are in support but it, just to say something is just you get shitted on even to say something so that's what we've learned to do we've, we've disengaged yeah disengage but do the work in the background right sure. because i'm sure you guys do know other feminists no, 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 who are not course, the ones online yeah. who can perhaps who because of a relationship that mm. you have can sit down and do the labor of speaking to you and whatever yeah, yeah. but if you ask triggering questions on social media or ask questions knowing that this is the general mood mm. then of course you're going to get what's no, coming no, 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 but it's not a matter of life and death yeah, right sure, 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 so sure, the way sure, feminists sure. are responding to you online yeah, or if you don't like their brand of yeah. feminism that's not life and death mm. but what those feminists are encountering in their everyday lives that's life and death. And so righteous anger must have a space. No, 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 no. That's, that, and, and they can have it on social media. Hence, we got the podcast so we can talk our shit. Yeah, I don't on, know. On the motherfucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> righteous, righteous anger must have a space. It can have a space, but... Yeah. I, I don't... Uh. Yeah, man. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay for me not to accept it. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah actually, yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing about consent. If you don't accept it, it's fine. If you don't enjoy that kind of engagement, perfectly fine. But as long as you, as a man who has... Um, What's presented himself as a man who cares as long as you have are doing the work in other ways are you engaging sure. YouTube are you engaging podcasts are you talking to other women that you might know who have a relationship with you where it's not going to be combative you can actually talk mm. are you doing that then cool but if you're like oh I'm disengaging their combative fuck feminism as a whole that's a problem then you didn't care to begin with no, no, no. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think anybody saying. Yeah, no. I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, presenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't go to sides. that far. It's just that. Uh, I'm just presenting fuck, the two fuck, sides. Fuck that brand of feminism. But, but if, if, if that's the only feminism that you're seeing, or that you know, yes, it is very possible for yeah, you to yeah, say fuck, fuck that brand. Which is why I was asking that. Which is why I was asking the question the way that I was like, I was, framing it. you could also feel maybe there is the kind of feminism that takes away from that type that you represent. Mm. Just like little Naba, we feel like they don't cover us in glory. Yeah. Just like us as men, there are men that we look at like, yeah, you, you, you dudes don't cover us in glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure as a feminism, as a feminist, there are those that do it either opportunistically, because this thing of being an, a social activist oh, using social media has also been seen as something that's cool rather than 
not rooted in cause? I don't get there. And I don't get there because, like, my heart is really big for people. You yeah. know, my heart is big for people. My heart is big for what people have been through. My heart is big for women. And so if it's it's not me it's not affecting me so if this is your journey of feminism because we all, there's no sure. way you're going to stay stuck right yeah. so these feminists that you're saying are exhibiting this kind of combative behavior that you don't really like they're not going to stay there for the rest of their lives or maybe they might right mm -hmm. but either way that's that person over there doing that mm -hmm. i know what i'm doing and i'm doing more of that and if you care about having a better just more ethical society you can disengage from those ones and do other kinds of learning and other kinds of spaces because that's all you can control yourself yeah and your journey and what you're going to do moving forward, right? And so I don't feel misrepresented by those feminists. I feel like they're all going through their journey. I was 17. I was a very angry feminist. I'm not that anymore. Why? Because I've grown. I've grown literally physically, but I've also grown mentally. I've grown, you know, in terms of my, my time at the university. And so... As a person, life experience changes you. It matures your ability to think through things. And that is a courtesy I extend to everyone. We're not all going to stay in the same place. Yeah. I wish you to, and we, we, we've seen... We've seen sort of feminists um, that shit so, yeah, yeah, yeah that shit like the ones that would be on your neck hey there's what the fuck and then now <laughs> it's just like nah okay. and also people get tired yeah, as well yeah, they get tired you know? and like, I wanted to ask you this because I don't know if it's how, how did you get into feminism Is it, where, where did you grow up like unless it's not something you want to get into no I, I'm trying to remember what happened oh yeah oh my god I became a Rasta at 15 and then... Religiously? Yes. Mm. Uh, out of choice, because I was very interested in, like, black consciousness, and I was just uh, looking for a black were you, Jesus. Were you still a Rasta when you got to VIT? No. Oh. So it was a very short stint of being a Rasta. Oh, okay. um, but, like, what I found was, like, this, this, this um, religious ethic, or spiritual ethic, rather, that claims to be for black people, but then you, you realize that there's a lot of subjugation of women that made me uncomfortable. Other women are fine with it, and other women don't see it as subjugation, subjugation, but I did. And so I was just like, okay, it seems inescapable then that everywhere you go, if you're a woman and a black woman especially, you're just constantly going to be treated the worst. And sure. so by 16 and 17, I, I, I was not a Rasta anymore, but I was just thinking about like, what the hell is going on? And then I became a feminist from like reading and engaging. Um, you had them dreads? No, I didn't, actually. Ah. I had an afro the entire time, because I don't like dreads. Roll them weed? No, I never smoked either, because was, it was illegal, because I'm, I'm young. I know, papers, I know. Yeah. But I mean, I was, I was young, and I, I knew I was young. Um, and also, I was, I was, I was, when I was 15, a 33-year-old Rasta man wanted to marry me. And that really fucked me up, you know, um, because I could not believe what the hell was happening. He was a Didi um, and you were... Hey? He was a Didi and you were... Came on, no, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Well, this is very different. Lori Harvey, yeah. Well, yeah. this is a very different is, yeah, situation, very, right? Okay. Because also these were the same kind of Rasta people that I was speaking about to understand the movement. But like so supposed to be a mentor for him. Almost kind ah. of vibe, right? And so he had other intentions. And then I, I noticed because I was Rasta and my other high school friends weren't. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we went round to the brethren, they'd be like super sexualizing my friends mm -hmm. who were in like short mini skirts and stuff. And I'm like, there's something very disgusting. Yeah about all of this and then I left and of course this is not to say this is how the movement is with everybody but like I left and I just started to think about you know interpersonal relationships between black people yeah, yeah. and like yeah I was just uncomfortable and, and what sort of texts did you start reading in terms of 
to enlighten yourself. Just the Bible and yeah. lots of stuff on YouTube, right? Because you have mm. a lot of like oh. blogs and Bible. information um, about Rastafari living, oh. and I also had. No, no, no I mean, I mean in. Oh, in terms of feminism. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. That's why I said Bible and feminism. Definitely not I was Bible. like, yeah. Yeah. I was like. Can we process you extra 30 minutes? Yeah, definitely not the Bible. I was reading um, Bell Hooks and oh, Alice yes, Walker. Yes, yes. I was very interested in them and interested in Patricia Hill Collins as mm. well. Um, and so my, my introduction to feminism was through like black American scholars. Oh, and then okay. as I grew and as my, because I studied feminism as well at WITS. So um, when I was doing a feminist politics in second year, then my lecturer actually showed me how you can actually trace feminist roots in Africa. Mm, and it's wow. not a Western concept as people like wow. to dismiss it as. Mm. And so, and also she, 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 she showed me something very important, which is that a person might not call themselves a feminist, but their behavior and the way they live life is a feminist leaning oh, way. Right. And so that also helped me to kind of put the puzzle pieces together. Like a man can be a feminist? No. Why not? But you've heard of that concept? I'm not saying. I disagree. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I know you may I'm disagree. Not here for it. But, yeah, but I'm saying, it's like Zixim Das calls himself a feminist. He's I love and respect that man I so love and much. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, yeah. so I can't no, use no, no. him as the example for my disagreement. But yeah. like, I just don't agree with it. Yeah. Um, I feel like the. And, and, and one of my lectures actually disagreed with me last week and he actually brought some you know points that make sense to me because if, it's, if something is an analytical framework which feminism is then you know to be a marxist do you have to necessarily be russian or be poor or be no. strictly from the working class to identify as a marxist no right no right and so he was trying to apply the same thing to feminism which you could yeah i can see how that works but at the same time like I need you to understand the struggle intimately. It's the same way Steve Biko tried to say Indian people are black. You know, he tried to extend political blackness to anybody who and was diminished everybody. by white supremacist mm. um, politics. That That's not, no, yeah. you know? And when we look at the lives of the Indian people today, are they black? That's not, yeah, a, that's yeah. not blackness. So, I, so I, I personally think that a criteria to identify with something is to be born of the experience to the extent where you understand the, the politics is raging in your soul. Yeah. It's not like, Ish, oh, today we can be feminists. Oh, I did some Google <laughs> it almost, uh-uh. It almost talked to what we were talking about the other time, Hore. You know, to be a king, you have to be born into royalty. Yeah. But then there are people that achieve things in the world that makes them... Uh, worthy of respect yeah. equivalent to royalty, mm-hmm. yes. right? So in other words, uh, there are white people that I believe were so appalled about white people abusing um, or uh, racially segregating black people. It's just that maybe in the, in, the, in, the, in the political struggle, no matter what excellent job a white person could have done to demonstrate against apartheid, they'll just never be a president. Because you already know that the president has to be black. I don't get you. So I'm saying, if, 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 I'm, a, if I'm a man mm. and I, I totally abhor patriarchy, mm. I could just never be a face of feminism simply because I don't have a vagina. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and you don't have the life experience, the yeah. struggles, and you have these privileges that yeah. you get to, like, you get to walk and be feared. I don't get to walk in the yeah. right? And so there are particular privileges that you have just stepping into a space that yeah. I will never experience. And those privileges aren't just privileges, they protect you. Sure. You have particular protections that I will never know. So, and it, so it, 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 it's the same thing with white feminists and 
the, the, the others. Uh, women, but who have more privilege than black women. Yeah, yeah, and that's the importance of an intersectional uh, ex, um, intersectional analysis to say that, you know, everyone might be black, mm. but the experience of oppression is different. Everyone sure. might be women, but the experience is different, you different, know? Yeah. yeah. Well, all right, man. All right. Okay. Yeah, is there is there anything else you niggas wanna... Nah, nah. that's it. Nah, that's it. Yeah, I, I think... I'm I think yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Listen, um, let's, let's take a break now. I think, I think we can carry on. And no. Are we, how long have you been recording for, dude? Uh, two, two hours, hours and 30. a half. Two hours, 30 minutes. Are you, you good? Need, you need to be somewhere. No, no, actually, I'm being fetched, so I can still go on. Okay, so let's do another 30, 30, yeah, 30, 30, 30 minutes. 45 yeah. minutes. But to Ausle Ra- yeah, uh, Ausle but, but, but we will shut down and we yeah. will release. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Ausle Thank you so much for coming. Oh, and you just did it again. Yeah? You called me Lev. Oh, no. Oh, she hates it. Oh, you. Thank oh, you. Okay, now, you got to tell Dez something. Over. And over. Nah, and get the... F- Sometimes I, I, you got to drag him kicking and screaming. Yeah. Like, get the fuck and out of here. And he won't fight you for it. Yeah. You just kind of bring him along. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. I called him Lev. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much for coming. And, and you. you've been such a great sport. We actually thought you would walk out. Because oh really? Yeah. You should see the theories on our group, right? I'ma send them to you. Why? Why would I want that? Yeah, because I, 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 no, I guess I was, I was, I was because of the, the email that you sent to him. Yeah, yeah. to me. Oh, yeah. the one yeah. where I clarified my position. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's important. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like okay, okay, okay. No, so, not combative. It's just clear. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I like you knew what you wanted. Then yeah. we proceed yeah. from a yeah. mutual respect. Instead of assuming it'll be given to me, I'd rather clarify. Uh, yeah, yeah and, and, and plus we came through thinking sort of like it would be an It's going to be a fight. Is it? Yeah, I don't, but, I don't but fight. It, yeah, but it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't. We actually agreed. Because it was a misinter- it, it was based on the misinterpretation of what the title is about. Yes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and that's why I appreciate the platform you guys have given me because um, if we talk about the kind of topics... Uh, just if we look at just the topics or we look at just the title, um, then it does seem like it's going one way. Yeah. Um, but the thing about you know research that I'm also learning is that it changes. You know sure. what you think is there is actually different, and that's the wonderful thing about human complexity, sure. right? Mm. We just get to learn yeah. and be surprised. So I'm glad that you gave me this platform, and I was able to really clarify what I'm yes. doing, and we could actually. Um, reach a consensus yeah. or a, an mm. agreement yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm i'm happy with where we got yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally happy same yeah like, i'm happy yeah. because for me that was my objective because when i listened i listened to as a consumer of power fm and i was like i think we could do we could add i think not do better i think mm. i thought we could add to yeah. the narrative i think we could add to the conversation especially for how informal we are mm-hmm. and the type of people we talk to um yeah, and in a more relaxed environment um and I think we worked our way maybe being the people that have learned more from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which yeah, isn't definitely. usually the case. Which isn't usually the case. How do I get in front of a more process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even myself, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of introspection that I'm, I may need to do now. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> there's always says that. Yeah, like, it's going to take some we time. We have officially been processed. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't finished. <laughs> he's been promising us he's going to read a book. He hasn't finished one single book. My nigga, my nigga. Since last season. For, 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 for the people who actually get the thesis, I'm the one that actually quoted a lot from the thesis. But you're supposed to be the one that reads out here. Yeah. I read, you, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, let's take a break, man. Thank all you, Asleban, and all the best with your PhD. Thank Hopefully, you. you can indulge us when you're constructs change course or you want to test certain concepts or you want us to be part of 
contribution. Part of my research. Yes. I would love, to be. I'd love to be. I love yes. it. I love, I'd love it. To be. I'm going to be mailing you guys. Yeah. Thank I'd you. Love I'd love to love be. It. I know. That would be nice. That would be nice. Thank you so right. much. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. Thank cool. We're we'll back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was some of the shit that you niggas were getting into? Man, we were playing PS4s and shit. Uh, not PS4s, oh, we were PS, PS, PS1, PS1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, motherfucking Sega and shit, B. Like, we were out here, we, we had bikes, we were into like, Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You know, that's See, y'all niggas shit. never went like, uh, they're like, Slatin, Oh, yeah, 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 we did that. Yeah, we, Lord to my daddy. daddy. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But we played house. Everybody yeah, played house. Yeah, we played house. Kotati, you know? Explains why they're so pussy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck Get out of here, Get me into the forest. Get the fuck out of here, B. I played yeah, house. We, I played in the forest, forest a lot. Yo, a lot. Why, why, why they're so pussy? Nah, man. get the fuck out of here, man. Them snacks is nice. He was playing Sega. You know who had Sega? Sega? Because I, I was in Guadalupe at the time. The nigga that had Sega in our neighborhood yeah. was a bougie motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the niggas, niggas that had PS2 were bougie yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, niggas, niggas had Segas, man. Like in the hood, man. So we, we were playing TV games. TV games. You see, I think, I think your watching of TV comes from there. Yeah, they TV games. Yes. Because mm. I didn't grow up on TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I never grew up on TV games. I was like, TV game. I think like the, the TV game that I had was the usual TV game. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, cartridge. yeah with the cartridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's where we Even though Sega had cartridges yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the graphics were just way better. Yes. I, think, I think that's why we were like hella into TV, motherfucking mm. comics mm. and whatnot. Came from there, B. So y'all mm. been bougie. Yeah, niggas. Niggas are not, B. It's getting bougie. Huh? It's Gen Buji. Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like Fogazi. Fogazi is in the surroundings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's in the corner, so like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really be seeing there's yeah. people yeah, yeah. around mm-hmm. yeah, that much, just, like within. Mm. That's why I'm from Asad Asa Kabe Betlem, so, but he's from there. Yeah. Hey, let's move on. Okay. Okay. There's. I'm from. Okay. You come to Kua, he be like, where? Where? Yeah, I was like, where that much? <laughs> <laughs> Locked up in the house playing yo, fucking DVD. I'm saying, yo, this nigga needs to like tell me like a landmark that I know. It, I'm saying, cool, one thing. Okay, come on, I'm saying, like, hey. And you've been there only three years. Yeah, I'm saying, this nigga, this nigga gotta tell me a landmark, please. No, let's say, in your own, in your own hood, in his own hood that he is born and bred in. Papa like the DVD, never been out. Alright, man. Alright, man. Hey, it looks right. like it looks like we we make it a standard run for about less than three hours, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, they be wanting like a lot, be. Yeah, let's keep it moving. I'm, my my left is coming. Oh, yeah, kind of wear delicious. Close of it. Close of it. Only how you're wearing white pants, be. Sure, hey, man. My, my my shoes and shirt. It's a Gucci ass shoes. Man, we need we need to style Tabang, man. Right, nah, once, style who? Style who? 
So you can swag out like us, nigga. No, because now they're shutting down my pink polos though. nigga. This nigga still, still, still puts a cap over his eyes. Bruh. Like, like it's 1995. Yeah, yeah but I wouldn't be putting a cap a lot mm. as, as much as he, he thinks he's 97. Oh, man, but I open. Actually, I am. <laughs> 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 you feel like this. Hey, it's like, walk a fill out, you know? Nigga, show your eyes, nigga. It's okay to look niggas in the eyes today, you know? We're living in progressive times, motherfucker. Comparative. We are fucking working. We, we we're working. We're recording. Yeah. So bashing means working. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Nigga, we we're working. Oh, just have not robots. Oh, just have to come here and run no robots. Nigga, robots ma. Oh, no. Nah, there's no day, cause yo. There's no chicken. And I'm hungry. <laughs> there's no fucking chicken. We should okay. we should have fed Lebu Lebu Ham. We should have fed Lebu Ham. Yeah, we should have bought chicken for her. Yeah. But Lebu Ham was a great guest. She was dope. Yeah, man. She was dope. She was on, on camera. Mm. Yeah? Because we thought we thought it wouldn't go the way it went, but it went it went well. It yeah. went pretty dope. I think yeah. from when I listened to her on PyFM, I knew that there was a there's a, an opportunity mm. And, mm. And, and, and a role we could play. Yeah, I know, no, mm. definitely. Mm. Mm. Alright, man niggas. So let's move on, man. Um some fluffy shits. Yeah. No, I actually wanted to talk about this motherfucking uh, constitutional Limby. Yeah. Um, of, um, of uh now it it being made illegal. To, um, to beat your kid. To beat your uh, kid. Sure. Yeah, as parents, you know, I wanted to hear, like, your standpoints on this shit, you know? Because, like, for me, just my standpoint, like, I'm always iffy whenever the, the law or the government is trying to get into my fucking home. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's because, fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's like, fair. Like, 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 I can understand you governing... The, the nation, I, yeah. Yeah, everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, what I do once I come out my house, or, or even in my house, my, that, that directly impacts society, right? Sure. Like, like, for instance, if I, you know, kill my wife or anything like but that. But it's not really the government. It's law and government. No, it's, not, it's not the government. It's lobbying groups. Lobbyists. It's lobbying groups that go and, and present the case to the constitutional court. Because mm. I think it started in the high court first. Mm. Mm. And then um, it was upheld in the constitutional court. Mm, mm, you know, mm. so it's, it's it's a group of people saying actually this is fucked up. Us beating kids is 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 is, is of no benefit to society. Mm. We need to do away with it. And these are the reasons why we think this is so. Mm. And the constitutional court then makes the decision based on the facts that were presented. Sure, man. How you guys feel? How you guys feel about that? I'm not that mad at it. Um, I'm fifty-fifty. Mm. I'm fifty-fifty. Yeah, because oh, like my stance, right? Because I, I I feel I feel the the what 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 the courts are trying to a make illegal is is abusive assault, right? Abuse of abusive assault, assault like assault on 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 mm. on a person. Bro, let me tell you this, right? Let me tell you this. As a black kid growing up, mm. seeing ass whoopings, mm. right? The spanking that the white kids were talking about at school is not the spankings that we were we receiving at home. Sure. Mm. The shit that we were getting at home, that shit was fucking assault. That was assault, yeah. That shit Word. was fucking assault. Yeah. Word be. The, 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 the spankings that we saw, the, the next door kid neighbor, when they fucked up, yeah. or that girl that sneaked out of the home and their father found out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you saw what he did to that girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah and them niggas were getting fucked up. Niggas was getting fucked Even up. Even with, with fucking kettle cords. Niggas yeah. were getting punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. niggas. Niggas, niggas, was, niggas was getting beat down. Yeah, and fucking you get your and yeah. hose pipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go long. Yeah, niggas. Let's party. Yeah, niggas get fucked. 
Yeah, niggas would get this. You know, yeah. you weren't being bent over and, and, and hit in the, on the ass, guy's guy slipper. Mm. Mm. Right? You mm. was getting proper fucked up when mm. you was getting a hiding. Mm. Mm. And you mm. won't tell me that shit is fucking okay? Mm. Get the fuck out of here. And of course, the reason I'm saying I'm 50-50 about it is that obviously they've made it an umbrella term, yeah, corporal mm. punishment. Mm. So it means they're covering the extreme and the low side. Like, yeah. it's a spectrum. It, it, it's a blanket approach. Because the unfortunate part is that it's, it's almost like liquor spanning where they say, if a law is always going to be made for abusers, mm. a law is always going to be made against abusers, even if majority of the people are not abusers. Because the problem is, th- there's no way for you to measure sure. the degree. The degree. But, but in, in previous societies or in previous laws or in previous governments, they tried to. Mm. So they would say, um, you're allowed to beat your wife, but not with a stick thicker than your thumb. Sham. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand? That was, that was them trying to regulate yeah. the, the level the of degree. abuse that you mm. could inflict. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to beat your slave or you're allowed to beat your child, mm. but not with a stick mm. thicker than your thumb. Mm. Or maybe for a slave, it could be not with a stick, stick thicker than your Or an amount fingers. of lashes. Yeah, the amount of lashes. lashes. It's when mm. you're trying to regulate the amount of violence within a very broad spectrum. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But mm. because you can't control that, yeah. the best thing you could do is just abolish I'll the lo- whole thing. Oh, all sorts of assault. The mm. entire thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So mm. the way we're looking at someone, I think somebody might look at that and think, "Hey, mm. I call." Jesus, man. Did you get hidings as a kid? Yeah, I got hidings. How, what, what What were they like? Yeah, they, they were not beatdowns. You know, mm. I think I think the the one beatdown I ever got it was like, "Aniki That was like like my first time time and sharp. And that was a fucking beat. <laughs> right. how, how did he do you, it? Your ass yeah, 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 yeah. That nigga. How old were yeah. you? <laughs> Even I'm not running, Sadai man. Yeah, like, yeah. How old like with you? his hands or with yeah, his with mouth? his hands, with his hands, baby. Yeah, how old his were hands? You? Um, grade king, baby song, grade eight, standard grade six. eight, grade seven, standard six. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That nigga beat me up, baby. You see? Yeah. But that was assault. Mm. Yeah. But I do want to qualify. The reason I'm saying I'm 50-50, I remember the worst beating I've ever gotten from my mom. It was me and my twin brother. Mm. But can, can I add to that? But I learned, though. Mm. <laughs> but it's fear. OK, but I want to yeah, it's fear. Um, yeah, yeah, was, finish up. Um, see, I, I'm not comfortable with us as a society divorcing a certain level of violence as if it's not normal cause of life. Mm. However, yes. we are on record saying that violent reaction. Yes. It's a normal course of life. No, it's a normal course of life, but it is wrong. Yes, it is wrong, right? Yes. Um, but also, what's wrong about it is because we can champion it and make rules, just like animals could feel like it's wrong to kill them. It's just that nobody's, maybe the people that are championing the rights of, of animals to, to kill them and eat them. To kill, to, to, to to kill, kill animals. animals? Yes. It's just that there are some people like yeah, these it's just that they haven't won. They haven't won. They haven't won. So my point is that violence is a part of society, or it's a natural instinct of reaction to whatever. So when I was taking back to my mom, the following Sunday, uh, the following Monday, and you know those uh, chicken frying pans, be mm. and she had put an entire chicken there, I fry it, I had it, mm. and then I buy a part, and we discovered it. And we devour that shit. Mutihar. Nikolodikuit. And we were raised by a single parent. You are so defeated, like logic, here logic won't prevail. 
I'm giving these boys a fucking ass whipping. Mm. And she beat your ass. And she fucking beat us up. It was maybe the last time she but beat us. But you understood why you got your ass Yeah, beat. maybe mm. it was the last time she did it. Mm. But, mm. but then, do you not think that that same culture then perpetuates something within you or something within the child yeah. to then respond with violence whenever they're offended? Only, only, if it's, only if it's... Regular, hard. sustained. Yes. But how do you measure that? By how often it happens. How often no, but, it happens. But how do you teach a kid to measure that? How do you, how do you teach a kid to measure... At which point, Daddy, right, mm. do I then raise my hand? So how many times does this kid have to keep taking my toy yeah. for yeah. me to raise a hand? And, 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 and the, 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 the spectrum of those scenarios mm. is so broad... It's that, very, it's very it's, fucking bold. It's, it's, it's virtually impossible for you mm. to map out in each instance... Okay, what level of... In, yeah, that, that, in what circumstance are you allowed to strike that kid across mm, the face? Mm. But, but, then, but then now, if you take away this avenue, right? Which one? The striking. And then I, ha- I have to find... Because disciplining is something that you're going to have to do while raising But kids. what I'm saying is the striking mm. is as a result of the discipline. Because you're telling me no, that... No, striking is the discipline. Exactly, mm. right? So I did something wrong mm. as your son. Yeah. And you beat me to teach me a lesson. Yes. Right? So when I go out in the world and there's somebody that's wronging me mm. to teach him a lesson, I need to beat them because that's the discipline that I know. Hence, hence if it's con. If it's constant, right? So, so if I beat you every time you make a mistake, yeah, then then that's what you learn. Um, disciplining is agreed. Right? Yes, yes. But but then how are they? But, but but hence I, I need to ration out my the way I discipline you. Who sometimes needs, who needs to do it? The parent. The you, parent. Yeah, okay. you need to be cognizant because sometimes there are, there are offenses that don't deserve a beatdown. So, so how does society then ensure that you exercise that? Well, when I get. I don't think society can ever do that. And hence, hence being a parent is, 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 is really subjective because we don't even raise our kids the same way. Exactly. So, so, now, so, so now, if we don't raise them the same way, even disciplining them. So now if society is unable to control that mm. or, or determine to what extent or how often mm. or the frequency with which you do mm. it, mm. right? Mm. How do we then protect your kid against you? Yeah. In, in the instance that you're actually taking it a bit too far every time. You, you look at it as how you look at, at, at common assault cases. Yes. Right? So, so that means that the child has to go through it first before we can call death to order. Word. You see, that's a problem. Because the kid, the kid has to suffer first. I, I, I don't stop Des from even thinking about doing it first. Yeah. I need to let Des do it first and then I, and before then... I can save the child. Shit, man. Yeah. You see, I need, but then at the very same time, mm. my saving of the child means that I might be saving somebody else's child mm. from your kid's wrath. Yeah. Or, or you could be opening up doors like for motherfucking delinquents out here that can't be disciplined because now they. It doesn't mean that just because you're not being physical with your discipline, you're not disciplining. Yeah, but I'm, uh, I guess I guess I guess it goes to how effective it is because because the only way you would the, your first point of thought would be delinquents mm. would be to say that these are ill-disciplined kids mm. and if they're ill-disciplined kids it means that you, you you think that physical discipline is the only form of discipline that exists because why then would you think about delinquent 
Yeah, because niggas, like, like sometimes, like, niggas got to burn to learn. Yeah. Yeah, like, 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 honale, 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 but who they can ever learn if they get, if they get burnt. Not, not, not from the, where have you seen it? Shit, man, like, like, if, even with myself, right? Like, yeah, 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 can like, age. Because usually, the person who used to administer a lot of the discipline got room in a low lady. So a lady would, would, would shout, reprimand, whatever, words, mostly. And snini maybe fatuk, once in a while, you know? But then, but then it came to a point where I stopped fearing those things. Because I got bigger, you know? Uh, and I stopped fearing, like, the, the, the words. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't impactful enough or, or, or much of a de deterrent for, for me who and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, shit, and then, obviously, now, 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 someone, someone had to take over now, because it's a little hot man. And so, so, yeah. so now, my dad came, my dad came through, and he, he came through with the, and he came, he came through with the hand. So, <laughs> it might not necessarily be you. <laughs> it was your parents' like, it was your parents' failure to adapt. Mm. But how can they adapt? How do you adapt in because, that situation? Because all, the, because all they knew was violence mm. and shouting. And shouting is violence. Hands. Yeah, but... See, well, that's, that's all they yeah, knew. But, so, but, so but, but Duku, that, so that's Fatuku, what I'm saying. Fatuku stopped working. Yeah, right? Fatuku, yeah. yeah. So we, we needed to find better ways. We didn't, we didn't need to find better ways to discipline Dez. We needed to find better ways to beat Dez. Uh, or Hasha. Yeah, that's what they found. That's what they looked for. They looked for better ways to beat you. Not better ways to discipline you. Man. But they thought that looking for better ways to beat you was a better way to discipline you. And it's not? So, so any other alternative didn't matter. But also, maybe the other alternative that does not include violence mm. requires work on their part. Exactly. Mm. So mm. whose failure is that? Mm. It's mm. the parents. Yeah. It's your failure. Mm. Mm. Oh, but it's I your failure. I, 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 but but, but how, how, how deep and entrenched is... is, is, is understanding from parents of discipline and, and, and the effective measures that work. Because, because we can't deny that, that, that physical discipline is effective. Nyana, to a certain extent. Yeah, right? it is effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It galvanizes fear, yeah. and fear can work. Sure. I, I feared my, work, my, my dad, so it, from that fear, I stopped. It's effective for that thing that you wish that person to refrain from. Yeah. But... Going forward, what? It's, it's not good for society. Mm. Because in stopping you from coming home drunk, I'm hurting someone else. Because the next time Dez is in a dispute with someone, me. He uses the same means that his parents used. Yeah, he, you use the same means that your dad used against you for Mutwala Masip. Because mm. I got to mm. catch a beating too. Mm. Jesus, B. I got to catch a beating too because that's what you were told from home. Because that's how you guys settled disputes. This is how this mutual kala masipa mumura. So let me study how so many years ago kung alkrete masipa. Because that is how you are taught to settle disputes. But dispute, yeah, but then, but then dispute resolution involves violence. It works. Yeah, but then because it works, 
it'll work in that particular moment. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But then But one one She assimilates. It means So if you're raising a girl child, she accepts that because this is what that's the, that's the definition of what dispo resolution looks like. Yeah, like mm. it's, it's a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. Mm. Because stopping it takes work. Mm. It takes work. It takes work. Mm. Shit, man. And beating is the easy way out. Yes, is because the, there's no work. There's no work involved no. in beating. beating. You know, beating beating is what we beating is what we 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 fall into is because. It's, it's what we've done. The, out, the uh, other alternative ways of disciplining. We are not sure if the, the machines are fucking... But we've, we've never tried them. Remember okay, le, when le. I was talking about the, the them kids that left me out, out, out the fucking room? <laughs> when mm. I told them, like, you know, like, why could this be other ways? Yeah. Mm. They've never even tried. Like, why would they even waste their time to even begin to speak to someone? Okay, mm. le, let me use another example. When I was saying, we have to accept that violence is a part of society or... Um, human expression, mm. either against frustration, against danger, against whatever else, right? It's the same thing as, let's talk about cheating, so carnal desires, mm. right? Hore, if you had to give in to all your carnal desires, would the world be a better place? No. Right? Mm. So you, you exercise restraint, mm. right? you like, I don't have to give in all to these carnal desires. I don't have to sleep with all the women that I feel attracted to mm. simply because I can right mm. so you have used you have taken a part of your life that comes up as a natural reaction to situations and you've tried to regulate it yourself mm. right so i'm not going to give into it so so is violence mm. so we can learn to control our violent reaction to stuff the oh. same way we have to control our carnal desires because they're not in the best interest of society mm, mm, mm. because don't get me wrong i'm not saying that in my condemning of the act, that I don't understand why it is It happens, so. sure. Mm. I fully understand. Mm. So when I say that our parents were failures, I'm not saying to say that I don't understand why they are the way they oh, are. Or they were deliberate. Mm. Yeah, so just because I understand where you're coming from and I understand why you're doing the things that you do, mm. it doesn't mean that I have to see them as right. Sure. Mm. 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 Because when I, look at, when, I, when I look at, when I look back at some of the beatings that I received, mm. man, that shit wasn't right. Yeah. But at the time, I fucked up, right? And I'm thinking, shit, man. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll obviously never do this thing again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like I'll obviously never do this thing again. And it's effective, right? Mm. But as an adult, looking back at them right now, mm. man, I almost tear up at, at some of the beatings that I got. I'm yeah. like, actually, man, a lady went a bit too hard over there, man. Yeah. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm. She went a bit, she, she didn't have to take it that far. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I get you, Pete. I get you. I get you. I guess, I guess, I guess it, it, it goes to the conversation now. Okay. Then, then, because if you're gonna outlaw this, you gotta give people alternatives. An alternative. And uh, alternatives that are that are just as effective. Otherwise, it's just gonna c continue. No. no, the alternative is that you wanna force yourself to learn or yeah. unlearn. That's but the alternative. I, I don't. I don't think that. 
It's, it's the government's responsibility to present you those alternatives. Yeah. You mm. have to force yourself to unlearn. They need to, oh, they need, because the government has a monopoly on violence. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Right? That's what the government is. Yeah. They have a monopoly yeah, on, on violence. violence. Mm, mm. So when you can't be in your household, you choose when to exert it. Shit, no, the government can, only the government can do that. <laughs> you understand? So they need to stop you from doing that shit. So, well, your, so that they can monopolize it yeah, is to yeah. find an alternative. To find other ways. <laughs> They are not there to give you those Kampana things. They monopolize violence because that's why the only armies that are allowed to exist mm. is the defense force. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. fact, in fact, you know, to how you were really, how you were trying to go back memory Lenor, Maroli didn't have to go so hard. See, it shows you exactly what's wrong about violence because in the moment of your mom disciplining you, when I pity say it. What do you mean? Subconsciously. Mm. Because when we beat up our women, uh, the, the, the subconscious that's reacting with So while, while the act is a trigger, mm. but there's a subconscious that you tap into. Yeah. There's a subconscious you tap into a long It just makes you so violent because we're now hoping because you couldn't understand a particular thing. Yeah, and depending on who you are, you might act on it, you might not. Yeah, you, yes. I did it. Yes. Mm, mm, Do you understand? Mm. But I could have easily went and be spiteful to my mom. Yeah. Just off the fact that I was still resentful over mm. that one beatdown. Yeah. When I broke that kettle. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. And she fucked me up. Yeah. B. She fucked me up. Yeah. You know when you get a when you get yeah. fucked up so bad that you wake up yeah. the following day. Yeah. And yeah. the next day and the next day and that shit is still on your body. Yeah. yeah. A beatdown. And, and when I say a trigger, it could be something as simple as saying. Because most of our mothers were single parents as well, right? Kibo, I'm not having to deal with these little men that their fathers were supposed to deal with. Yeah. Right? So, even the job of disciplining these boys and raising them, mm. it wasn't supposed to be me. No. And she obviously sure. doesn't have the capacity yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. to even do the other work because yeah. she's already doing so much. Yeah. 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 Now, it goes, it, it, it goes to, to, to a conversation of, of, of as a parent, like how you discipline a toddler with how you discipline uh, uh, a 13-year-old is yeah. different, right? Yeah. So, so with, with, with a toddler, it's enough. Yeah. She gets it. I can say to a 13-year-old, it's not the same, B. Like, yeah, I can't say I do. Your failure, your failure is to think that it will work to a 13-year-old. Uh. Yeah, so, 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 so I know it won't work. Hence, yeah. hence I beat the motherfucking shit. <laughs> I, be, I beat him. But I beat him because I know, I know it won't work. Because he's 13 now. No, and, and, and you beat him. You beat him because you know the only other alternative from beating. Because it is the only other no, one. No, it's not because you haven't tried anything else. Yes. There isn't any. Because all you know, get from the toddler. You just said it now. Yeah. You just gave us two options. You gave us a and a beatdown. Mm. It has to be. B. It doesn't have to be because you didn't present to us two anything options else. Two, yeah. You, you didn't give us anything else in between. You said a and a beatdown. Is it, See, is it, it it's switching on the TV? Yeah. So because a 13-year-old won't understand eh, eh, it has to be a beatdown. Beat down. And, and it's effective. And, and what I'm saying, what I'm saying because it's effective. Why is it so wrong for and me you, to And you are right. And, that, and, that, and, and, that, and I, I can make it out. I can make it out in, in, in such a fashion that it, it's not, it's not, it's not but how abusive. Do, I can make it out. How does society know that? How, how can society control that I, you are it, not It's abusive? my fucking house, B. Nah. No, no, no. It's effective because... See, it's, effect, it's convenient because we will always go for an option that gives us results. It's like even in companies, like we always try to, 
tried and tested methods. Mm. When you come up with an alternative, people say, yes, we see there's milk there, oh, but it's going to take a lot of undoing on our part. Mm, so yeah. by the time we realize profits, so everybody keeps doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Especially mm. in mal large multinationals, we keep doing the wrong thing. So even with mm. partners, they're like, Hey, not to negotiate alone. Mm. Yeah, I never negotiated with the mother. Yeah, I can't, I can't negotiate with a child. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to beat that motherfucker. So unfortunately, kid. negotiating with a child that you have to accept that maybe for the next three, five intervals, it's, it's, it's them winning, not you, but you keep bridging the gap. Mm -hmm. And reinforcing, reinforcing. So, so a beat them being the last resort. Yes. Mm -hmm. they, they have to learn the new normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it goes back to how you look at how, how, how white kids view authority in the workplace as the black kids. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You, you as weak as you are because you've been beat down. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I like yeah. that word, beat down. You've been mm. beat down. That, that, that's yeah. why you view authority the way that you do. Yeah. Because when I, when I, when I, your, your existence, which is why there's no such thing as being beaten up. A person gets beat down. Yeah, yeah. There's no such thing yeah. as yeah. beating up. That's why, that's why I love it. You pussy because you were beat down. No, because I'm I'm only pussy because I can't beat those motherfuckers So you doing that to your child? Unwezi what you are right now in corporate by being a pussy because be proba highly na You're getting a beat down. Hey man. Or addressing hey man. So so that's why white kids can negotiate better even in in, in salaries. Mm. Right? Because part of discipline them, you remember this thing about seeding ground? Mm. You have to be able to say, I'm gonna lay the framework. If you play according to the framework, you're up the other side, I'll lose. So mm. I say, if you do this, this homework, kind of, you'll watch TV until nine. Yeah. So, so mm -hmm. I, have to, I have to show that I do reward that behavior when I've been, I've been beaten. Because mm. mom, as, mom, you said, I must finish. Yeah, you said, if I finish my homework at seven, mm. Remember when I made that rule, I thought it's a stretch. They'll never achieve it. Mm -hmm. Now I realize, okay, now they've assimilated. Mm -hmm. Now I need to squeeze it better. Yeah, so that's why kids, white kids in corporate, can negotiate salary better. Mm -hmm. So right now our kids, we beat them down. We tell them, accept the first alternative. We tell them, we said, accept the first alternative. This is what I'm telling you. Have you ever, I, my daughter used to tell me this. How come nobody told us we're moving houses? Mm -hmm. Am I not that important? I wasn't told we're moving houses. And I used to hate that shit whenever my mom would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Houses, I'm leaving my and friends. And I was told a fucking week or two before. A day before. before. Mm. Are you serious? Someone like that, you boxy. Yeah, Rabai, Rabai. And, Rabai. and, and, and Des is your friend. You have not been given a choice. Mm. You, mm. Or it hasn't been sold to you why we have to move. Word, word, word. I get you, man. So you I come into you. the workspace, you don't question strategy because you were always told already for the decisions are going to be made for you, you want to just fall in line. Mm, mm. I get, I get it, B. I get it, I get it. But all I'm saying, and, 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 and that that thing, ne, made made our made the black society the 
perfect breeding ground for oppression for white people. Sure. Mm, 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 we were just ripe. Yeah, we like, were ripe. We made yeah, each other yeah, ripe. Yeah, we yeah, were ripe. To be subservient yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah word, word. Because we are so adamant. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they hit the ground running with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah no, one of these ones. Kuruni <laughs> said, I did the job. Yeah. We're fucking idling and full tank. We were ripe. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because we fall in line. Yeah, man. And we beat each other to that shit, B. Now tell us you fall in fucking line. Fall in line. I'm not Yeah, that's the last ground, my nigga. That's the last ground. Can I bury in Kamazo? How about the argument? Hey, you're a shy. Hey, buddy. like a Zulu guy is losing an argument. And I feel like maybe it would have been, maybe I would have liked to be able to do it again, mm-hmm. you know, um, to, to the degree that I thought was acceptable. Acceptable, acceptable. Yeah. right? But I'm able to understand that there's no way that mm. I can control what another man does in his household. Mm. And I've seen how bad that shit can get, mm. right? Mm. And the benefit that I derive, if at all, from spanking my kid in as little that I do it, or mm. when I did it that one time, mm. right? It's, it's, it's not worth it's not worth it's not it's not worth me sacrificing society for mm, 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 mm. I'm okay with letting it go yeah yeah, yeah. word man I'm okay with letting it go just yeah. to have a just just to raise better humans. human beings yeah mm, mm, especially mm. boys yeah because I know we can't deny certain parents mm. you know they take it too far mm. there's a difference between pitting your children with love uh, versus, when I put it on the group, man. Yeah, man, that's all they... Every, every parent will, will say or they beating their kids. Because parents don't want to learn. You see, the mm. problem is these justifications. Yeah, mm. they don't want to learn. Yeah. Justifications. Yeah. The, yeah. the justification of the violence. Mm. Mm. And happy, and uh, with, with, with uh, I guess, I don't know if it's a black thing, uh, uh, how we look at, at parenting. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, think, I don't think like a, a lot of um, black parents when when they do become parents, like think about you know the deeper ramifications. They become dictators. Yeah, the deeper ramifications of how do you, do you actually raise a a, a decent kid? You mm. know what I'm saying? What does discipline look like and whatnot and whatnot? And yeah, be done. You be yeah. done. And 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 kids mm. because kids. because it's, it's it's easy to fall on the beat down thing because okay, you're not supposed to listen to kids. And, and, and it's, whatever, it's, whatever. it's based mm. on 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 the wrong assumption that every mm. kid will internalize that. Beating the same way. The same. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I saw it in my own family, bro. Mm. The way the way that my little brother took beatings, mm. as opposed to how we took beatings, mm. was totally, totally different. different. Mm. Yeah. The way he took them beating, it was insanely personal. Mm. Mm. Insanely personal. Mm. Yeah. I'm being targeted. You know, mm. to, to the point that I had, I had to stop it from happening mm. because I saw okay, the, the, this nigga is not taking the beat down the same way that we used to. Mm. Yeah. We used to take them and move on from them, mm. right? But but the, but 
the way that they left a, a lasting effect on him. Mm. Yeah. I, I had to bring it, as young as I was at the time, I had to be that challenging force to my mom to say, you know, this shit's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to happen anymore. Because mm. how did you talk it away? At all. Because mm. mm. they're, the, they're, they're the younger generation. Yeah, plus different personalities. Being, yeah. yeah. Some people aren't built to... You know, no, but also they're exposed to new information. They go into schools where Ronaldo was like it was common. It's like it's, it's like it's like parenthood where or single parenthood where some of us will say, ah, I still came out okay because I didn't have a father. It's because the prevailing climate was of people that didn't have fathers. Yeah, word, right? But in today's society, um, two uh, a, a household with two figureheads mm. is more desirable. And you yeah. might think you, you turned out fine until mm. you presented with certain situations. Yeah. Mm. Then, then you realize you didn't turn out as fine as you yeah. thought yeah. you yeah. did. Because yeah. 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 you're not so short, but you didn't know because you hadn't dealt with those yeah, things. Yeah, you hadn't dealt with a situation uh, uh. that caught that, or tested. Yeah. yeah, that tested that. Yeah. That tested it. Yeah. Yeah. I know I get Somebody that. was mentioning, Hore, as part of dating, you should ask somebody, Hore, it was trending during the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Broken roots. home. Yeah, yeah, broken home. My nigga. But we now have to answer yeah, that to whether we had yeah, put that it. Hey, Joe. So, yeah, so, so just to give some uh, the people some background. So, um, there was, there's a girl that posted up, Horene, don't date. She, the tweet was, don't date boys from broken homes. Mm. Wow, wow. And then, and then um, another person tweeted on, on top of her, her, her tweet, Horene, then that would mean, Okay, that includes your son, mm -hmm. because because she's 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 raising, she's divorced. Yeah, she's divorced. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she's a single parent. Well, yeah. yeah. So so, uh, technically, your son is from a broken it's home. It's from a broken home too. So that, that means, means your son shouldn't be dated as a result. Should be, shouldn't be dated. But I guess because she later clarified, mm -hmm. okay, okay, what she meant by broken home meaning was uh, an abusive environment. That's what she wanted to say. But she just didn't say it in the in uh -huh. the in, in, in the right way because technically uh, a broken home, according to the di dictionary definition, is when it's not a nuclear family as we know it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, because I wouldn't necessarily say um, a single parent is a, is a is a is a broken home. Is a broken home. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 the environment is abusive, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's a broken home. You know, and it, you can still have both parents in there. Yeah, somebody was saying there are people that are married, but they are single parents. No word. Living together, even. Yeah, living together, but they are single parent. Yeah. Because this dude is never here. Mm. Mm. And he's not well, he's not present even when he's here. Mm. And that shit is broken. Too. Yeah, that shit is, that, that shit is broken too. Yeah, no, that's also broken. Yeah, that's also broken. So. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess the the definitions and how that girl had 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 treated it in LA. Marachi, she also caught it. Yeah, she caught them strays. Yeah, she caught yeah she caught the strays. Because yeah. about process, I tell you. Yeah, but yeah. okay, not like terrifying. But by the time you explain the context, <laughs> you are mince meat. So I take tea like away. Alright, man. Uh, Y'all niggas wanna wrap this shit up? Yeah, let's wrap this yeah, shit let's up. Go. Man. Yeah, nothing else, sir. Eh? Alright, man. To discuss. Alright, man. Alright, man. Um, it's been a good one. Yeah, it was a nice yeah, one. I enjoyed, I enjoyed today. Yeah. I enjoyed today, man. Thank you uh, to Labour yeah, again. The video might be a bit messed up, but they had to explain. Yeah. yeah. For now, fuck that shit up. That's <laughs> what happens when you leave things in the hands of the wild take. A wild take. <laughs> yeah, like, we're testing a new phone, B. Aye. Things take a wild turn. Yeah, they'll take a wild turn. And 
they certainly did. Uh. But 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 thank you to Lebu. Uh, Lebu was a uh, Lebu very Hang? Lebu Hang. She was very specific uh, about this. Kinda, yeah, she was I told you, you gotta tell Des mm. over and over again. Nah, yeah. man. Fuck. That's how he learned. Hey, she, she was a good spot. Yeah, she was. Uh-huh. She was. She was, she was a, a really good spot, man. I enjoyed talking yeah, to her. Yeah. Um. We, we got merch. We got new merch. Yeah. yeah new new m- stock, BB. Some I threats. To, I, need, I need to ask. Um. Um. Dame Dash and Biggs over here. Nah, nah, nah. We 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 replenish the stock. The the stock. So so we. I need to ask Dame Big then. So so we. How's the merch? How's the merch going? Hey yeah, man, the the merch is out here, B. The merch is out here, B. Let's have a chat too. Let's see if I have a mood here, man. Hey, this is going to be. And then he dumps it on the group. What's that like? I go to so le bad, you so le bad, so le bad. Yeah, man. Um, so so we reup, we reup on the on the golf shirts. We we reupped on the on the um the female golf shirts as well. Yep. We reupped on the shirts. Um, so if you if you wanna grab one of these, show us man, some love. Yeah, show us some love, man. Maybe I'm rocking the summer version. Cause I'm a norm fit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Next week. Yeah, mine. Yeah, mine. Um, so so hit us up, man. Uh, info. Thing. Get info at Ideal Ideas. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah, that's the other And um, hit us up for an order, man. All right, yeah, oh, man. Oh, oh. Yeah, and uh, one of the teas. Please continue to subscribe. Yes. For those yes. that haven't. Yeah. Did you, did you see the tweet, ne? It was so fun. Which one? About when people were trying to guess who tweeted. Oh, who yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely Taba. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> I, I mean, when you, when, when you see a tweet that has. <laughs> Abrasive as that, <laughs> you know it is. But when people, but when people said it, it was like, like I'm not on the fence, and then like I'm, 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 I'm so disappointed that I'm like, how long you niggas have been listening to this podcast? Yeah, it's like you don't even know bro. who the fuck is tapping this shit. It's like it's definitely. No one said that. It's like it's like when 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 Valerie thought um. There was a post that you put on Instagram, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought it was me. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. Des doesn't write so fine. Yeah, Des yeah. doesn't write like that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's motherfucking assumptions because English English No, 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 no. Like, like the other time I, I, I wrote pognent or whatnot. What, yeah. when, I, when I use my good English, yeah. when I use my good English, they think it's this motherfucker. <laughs> When I use my good English, the one the, the one that my parents paid for. When I use that shit, they think it's Tabang. When I use the, the difference, the, 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 difference, cussing, the, difference the cussing. between the difference between you and Tabang, yeah. right, is that Des has the bigger English word. Yes. Right? But they yes. always assume it's Tabang the has the better constructed sentences. Uh-huh. But they can't tell the motherfucking difference. So if you look at if the sentence looks current, you know, well put together, no typo. Then you know it's Taba. <laughs> if it's got the big words, this motherfucker didn't give a shit about punctuation. And structure. Yeah, 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 because they're motherfucking idiots, <laughs> because they're motherfucking idiots, they're not gonna know. Because bad home, bad home, bad home, bad home. So, so I, man, I, I would like to apologize on the behalf of the Dojo podcast of 
Dez's closing remarks. Halle no, Dom. no, fuck these people, man. Yeah, they love Dez for yeah, this. I, I, I ain't give a fuck about these. But, 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 <laughs> I ain't give a fuck about these niggas. <laughs> hey, for taking, I don't give a fuck about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's already projecting. If I take my sip, I'm not that's my thing. I don't give a fuck, B. <laughs> Alright, man, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, we out. Shit. The Doja Podcast with the Sensei and the Archbishop with the Wild Take and Damn Self to Bar. Alright. And we out this And we out. Season oh, episode eight. Yep. Now, if any of you sons of bitches. Got anything else to say? Now's the fucking time! I didn't think so. <laughs>